Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. We're now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What's going on? What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next uh, but first, Kamar's going to read off the new patrons. Hell yeah, I am. Thanks, Matty. Uh, go to uh, patreon.com, the Joe Rogan Experience Experience, to hear the show after the show that everyone's raving about, tearing up the country. Uh, this week, I want to give a big shout out to Kevin. Shout out, Kevin. What up, Kevin? Kevin? What up, Kev? I tried to fuck that up, and it just, it's, it's just too easy to name. to fuck Kevin up? And a big shout out to Jenny Kevin. Phillips. Jenny Phillips, welcome to the Patreon. What you guys rule. Up, Jenny? And thank you to all the Patreons, old and new, departed and still here. It's funny, whenever I see a new patron, like a small part of me lights up a little bit. I'm like, that's so nice, so thoughtful. And then when I see a woman, I'm like, wow, women listen. It's I crazy. I say that all the time. It also balances out the hate we get, which is all more... Lately, we've gotten a lot. But it's going to Joe Rogan, I think. It's not even mm, us. I'm not, sure. I'm not sure. The one that said Matt's weak and the other two are stupid, well, that was pretty yeah, much... Yeah, that's, that was, that's the head on the nail there. That was pretty much, yeah. They really got it. They got. I know. I was show. like, how did they know? It's they, flattering. They get it. Um, what we do here is... No, I just said that already, didn't I? Yeah. What we're going to do this week, though, is different. This week, we're going to go out of order. We're going to do the Spear Fisher Lady and then Jordan Peterson. Probably going to do a long intro, too, because there's not much to talk about this week. Short week. Um, but, Kamar, how was your week? Oh, man, what a crazy week. I just want to give a big shout-out to my sister, Shannon. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Shannon. I think it'll be her birthday the day this comes out. Happy birthday, Shannon. Perfect. March 1st um, is her birthday? No, February. February 1st. We're only in January. Oh, then no, there's no ad this week. Oh, well, there you go. It doesn't matter. Uh, and a shout out to Jeremiah Adams in Morro Bay, California. He says, if you're ever down the hill, give us free tattoos. I don't see that happening. But yeah. Shut up. Where? Who? Where? Morro Bay, California. For sure. I'm going to come hit you up sometime in the next year or two. Jeremiah Adams. Um, and uh, I just want to make a correction. It's a small world. Is Disney not the Muppets? First time I heard it was on the Muppets. We did this, didn't we? And I told you, I yeah. went, I looked. It's based on a ride. And I did not Disneyland. listen. And I am now throwing myself at your mercy. And I apologize. So how was your week, Kamar? So, you, were, you were out protesting, obviously? Well, first of all, I got busted. Um, over the last year and a half, I've uh, gotten six uh, UFC fights at the house. But the bill's all wrapped up in a business account. So it's like, you, you'll never... No, but life falling, life falling apart. He <laughs> fucking went through everything, and I get a call on Thursday. What the fuck are you doing? So, so you're the, paying full pop for every. I'm UFC. on the hook for three hundred seventy dollars now. Um, anyways, and then uh, I went skating on the canal. And you know what the best part of skating is? When you take those skates off and put on the shoe. Yeah, it's it's a special feeling. Life much the same when. Uh, Ski boots. It's true. It's the most comfortable your shoe will ever oh, feel. It's, just, it's something else, man. Well, I'm giving in. I'm buying those. Um, well, why clacks. wouldn't you? If you're going to fucking skate, you the, might as well get the comfortable K2. ones. More yeah. power to Don't be a fucking skates, asshole yeah. about this. Be comfy, bro. 
And then yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's their right. that's actually their that's slogan. That's their logo. Yeah. Don't be an <laughs> Don't asshole. Be, an asshole. be comfy, bro. Be comfy, bro. <laughs> Don't be an asshole about They this. didn't think it would work at first, but it was their it most really successful on, campaign yeah. ever. Yeah. Fifteen yeah. percent rise in sales. But yeah, the the meat of the week was uh yesterday I went down to the rally on Parliament Hill and uh it's so weird. I was there and I didn't see anything. It was, there's women, there's children, there's black people, there's white people, you know what I mean? And it was fucking cold, so I left like after an hour and a half. <laughs> didn't see anything or think anything of it. What I will say, it's not organized, like, they should be in Toronto if they want the lockdowns to stop in Ontario, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's got the problem of... But there was um, a bunch of Albertans, right? It's got the problem, yeah, but it's got the problem of Occupy. There's 40 people, 40 agendas there or something, it's, there's not a clear, like... This is what we want and when it's reasonable or something. So I don't see how it's going to work. Well, I think people really got confused by the truck. Like, it's not all trucks. Like, if you own a fucking Dodge uh, uh, Ford F-150, you're not a truck driver. Like, yes, you drive a truck. But those aren't the truck drivers they're talking about. Yeah, I think when someone says trucker to me, I think of someone driving an 18-wheeler on the open road. And you know... Long hauling. Do you know when you go on a long road trip? Yeah. Nothing like better. Six, six hours when it starts, you road trip songs go on like yeah, in an hour, and you're like, it's like what? The I fuck? could do without this. Yeah, <laughs> I think when they left, they're like, yeah, we're gonna go, and now they're here. Like, what? What are we doing? So like Forrest Gump when he decides to stop running. So anyways, it's disorganized. It doesn't make sense. But when I get home, I found out as a white supremacist rally. Like it was, it was the most bizarre world because I did not see that, and I wanted my core of core like call someone out, do something, but. It was just so like uh, cognitive dissonance that in real time, because I, I, when I left there, I was like, ah, oh, whatever. It's just, it seemed like a candidate. There's people drinking beer, smoking dubs, whatever. And then I get home and there's Nazi flags there and this flag here. And it, 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 I, I didn't, I almost could not sleep last night. I was so confused on what happened and what's right or what's wrong. You know what I mean? So I, I hope they, they leave or it ends amicably in some way because... I was telling Simon, my only issue is like most protests in Ottawa, at least, take place on Wellington, which is the street directly in front of Parliament. And then maybe they march down Elgin. Down, you know what I mean? But they don't they don't normally like I found that the truckers were just like all over the city blocking like on ramps to the Queens. Like they were more they were trying to be more a nuisance to the regular folk of the city. Well, Ottawa does not want them here. Well, clearly, because Ottawa's more, yeah. Well, what I've just decided also is that Ottawa is like the least affected city in this country from this, because the majority of people work for the government. Mm-hmm. So, they, so they all whatever, kept they've their gone jobs. They've down yeah. and whatever, but the rest of the country is really frustrated. I just don't think, I, I just don't think they're going to accomplish what they wanted to accomplish, and I just hope it works out, man. But it was so weird going to this thing, thinking it was harmless and like whatever. <laughs> There are so many flags that have swastikas on them, but I think it's people trying to say that Justin Trudeau is a Nazi. So they've taken like a Canada flag and drawn a swastika on it, but it makes it look like there are those. You're just, uh, I mean, you probably just shouldn't have a. Oh, no. And then there are just swastika flags. But there was one picture. One picture going around. You have that one picture. If there was 10,000 people there, at any given time, there was 2,000 people taking pictures. I don't know why there's only that one picture. And I don't know if you know the setup of <laughs> lands that, of uh, Parliament. Of course. They were, that shot is way down on the side between the locks. 
What about this one? I thought that one was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I, it was just so confusing, and uh, like, or, or there was that one. Like, that, does any does everybody just think whatever flag I have in my basement, I'm gonna throw on my truck and or, get or, going? Or how using that flag will help their uh, their way? I mean, you got to admit, seeing a Confederate flag in Canada Ooh, is a weird. That was one of my faves. The forced vaccines equal rape. Yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Well, it, was, it was more. Th- no, that's the one picture of that. There should be way more pictures of that because there are so many people. That's way down by the law. But again, this I don't think is a Nazi. I think that's somebody who's, they have fuck Trudeau signs and then they have a flag underneath. I think it's like a whole thing. No, I personally think that someone said, we're going to wave this, take a picture. Because that picture went around like oh, wildfire. Oh, you're saying hold there, on, hold on, hold on, you're hold saying on. there were no people with Nazi flags. That that's all just. I'm the saying press? I was there and I did not see that, and I think I would have. Someone you were there for an hour and a half. If come you, on, if you're not looking, well, I'm, I'm walking back and forth, like yeah, but I'm just saying they could have been there the half a half hour they after could, they, you. They could have been, but I'm just saying there would have been more pictures. I think, but I don't know. I I can't defend that, obviously, but no, of just, course it it. it there was no feeling of that. And and maybe I'm just stupid and whatever. I'll own that. But no. Kamar, hold on. Hear me out. <laughs> Not everything is some like um, uh, agent provocateur. Like it could just no. be three assholes out of 10,000, right? Like, or it could be uh, agent provocateur. I just don't know why no one's taking credit for that picture. Like, they're sort of like a hero, you know what I mean? But it's just, it's just, it's just weird picture that just... It was, I, I really feel, and as a Jew... I don't think you should be having Nazi fight. I think that one is totally taken out of context. Again, I don't know. I don't know. I just, by the way. I mean, again, I'll put it it to you this way. I think having a Nazi, a swastika flag, a Nazi flag, it doesn't help you get your point across in any way, shape, or form. So why would they do that? Like, Well, Kamar, you're forgetting that some people are dumb. Like a small percentage of these people are really stupid. Any protest you go to. It's a Canada flag, two fuck Justin Trudeau flags, some other flag, and that. Like, I don't. Anyways, it's just, I, I, I wish I could describe better the feeling of leaving that place going, oh, whatever. There's a protest and then getting home, turning on the CBC and just being like, it was this horrible thing. And the, 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 the white supremacists and people online going, if you were down there, you're a piece of shit. And just being like, how many snipers did you see? I don't know, but you do know that strip of Wellington. There's so many cameras. So yeah, they want to find out who anything is. They know everything. So you're, this whole thing is just to cover your own butt in case it was a white supremacist rally. He <laughs> <laughs> came out apologizing hard, well, and it turned quickly to false flags. Well, so well, what well, are you no, up no, to? No, I was suggesting a conspiracy mind person would say that. But I was just hearing people who didn't go there talk unequivocally about what it was. And after you listened to it, watch the news, did you think it was a white supremacist rally? No. Exactly. Listen, even if you... Some people do, though. Listen, even if you thought it was, I have bad news for you. If you live in a country with free speech, they're allowed to go and protest and rally whatever they want. They just discredit the whole, any credibility. That's the problem. Also, you'd be insane to think that every trucker in Canada is a white supremacist. And then also, even if they are, what are you going to do about that? How are you going to deal with that information? Are you just going to stop taking goods? Because truckers are exactly how you get everything you get. It that was, Amazon package that showed up today, that was a trucker. The was, food it, you ate, trucker. Like, it, I'm confused. I'm hurt. No comment. And then after I'm walking home, I go to get a haircut. 
And I walk into this spa, and I think, well, this is going to be $35 for a haircut. You know what I mean? $56. And I wish there was a camera on my face to see my face just go, are you Where are you me? going to get $56 haircuts? I know. I'll never go. It was called Sob or something. It was, it was a bad idea. But. Yo, Rowan's right up the street. Go see him. Yeah, those guys don't do walk-ins. It's all uh, appointment. Yeah, but just. I'm a, I want a haircut right now. First poll I see any place I go, let's do this. Nomadic. But Rowan will book you in like a day or two. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're that like I need a haircut. Did just, you just hear what he said, Matt? Yeah, he sorry. feels like he wants to get a haircut, and if it doesn't happen within five minutes, like you no know what? Haircut. I will try to help Kamar. I will try to help Kamar until the day I die, whether he wants it or not. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to be uh, dismissive of that. I, it's fine. I should should do that. But I think he's just angry because he was down there supporting the Nazis. So. I'm, 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 I, I don't know what I am, man. Kamar, people already think you're super far right, so don't even worry about well, it. Well, I know, it's but it's just like, uh, I, 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 like that, that football was amazing, and I thought, things are on the men, things are getting better, but it just seems like things are worse than ever now. I mean, I guess my big question would be, why bother going down there in the first place? It's cold outside. Been locked like, inside for a month, something to do. It's just those are your peeps. I was going to say, it's a nice, your you can spend time with like-minded people. It, it, it felt that. It felt that being there, like, oh, all these people want this lockdown to end. Good. I, I don't feel so alone. Then I go home and say, all these people want... Everybody, I think, wants the lockdown to end. I don't think you have to go out there fucking. I shouldn't be. Your I don't think I should be mentioning this because I don't think it does any good for the podcast. But I just got to say it for fun. It's weird that you're out of the bubble this week of all weeks, where he was just at some like anti-mask mandate protest, <laughs> clearly mingling with all unvaccinated people. I assume that they all had scarves around their faces. <laughs> oh, it was fucking freezing. It was freezing. Oh, I know. It was, dude, Ottawa has been. I didn't have. I didn't have water all week. Go ahead, Simon. How was your week? Sorry. Now that, yeah, we're done, I mean, now that the, we're done with Nazi Jimmy over here. definitely crossed my mind. So sorry. The thought crossed your mind? Yeah, I mean, you know, but listen. It's fine. We're happy you're out. Face your fears. Simon, how was um, your week? You have a bunch written down on my uh, water my, cooler stuff my, there. Well, do you need this? I don't know. Troubleshooting tips? Troubleshooting tips? tips if you can't might. work this fucking thing, you got a real problem, buddy. <laughs> this is the least of it. Um Go on. Water any day cooler now. does not operate. Plug it in. Okay, come you on. Think you can what, how was that? your week? Yeah, I got it. Uh, <laughs> my week was fine. Um, so, <laughs> the truckers with their tr trucks that if you drive an F 150, all of a sudden you're a trucker. There's cars too. I Hold can't. on, can you? Can I also just throw this out there? You might be a trucker, but you didn't want to spend all that gas driving your 18-wheeler all the way from Alberta, so you just took your Ford F-150. That's possible too, right? I mean, also possible that you don't own your truck and your company wouldn't let you that just too. drive sure. the truck yeah. across. Yeah. I assume that most of these guys who did come across own their own rigs. So I assume a lot of our listeners are truckers. Okay. Probably. I mean, I, have I assume nothing truckers. Truckers. No, I assume truckers ingest the most I just podcasts. That would make the most. Found sense. it interesting that you know, like I saw these two women driving in a truck today, and you know, an <laughs> well, F, that's, that's not even lie. an F one fifty, like one of the ones that are lower to the ground. Mm -hmm. And they were like, they had their whole truck painted, up honking and, and hollering. Anyways, I can't tell you how many trucks I saw F one fifty type trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where people couldn't even be bothered to write their message they simply wrote it in the dust okay if you can't like that come on guys yeah, you, so gotta say, gotta clean you gotta do something yeah. it's not organized. you know what i mean it's 
You can't just write fucking I support you can't write truckers fuck in Trudeau dust. In dust. Yeah. It almost it's seems like lazy. a Bush League protest. <clears throat> Not only is it Bush League, but I'm telling you, people just love putting flags on their cars and any excuse because I saw like Star Wars flags. Like it doesn't even make sense. It's just any I like I wants you to know I'm from Tatooine. I fucking <laughs> And we don't have any vaccine mandates on Tatooine. Exactly. Anyways, it just there were everybody and their flags. I saw a person with a Canadian flag, a Quebec flag and an American flag on their car. Like So how what? was your week? What? But did it uh, suck having all these truckers here? No, it you... didn't really matter. Oh, okay. Um So a couple of things I watched. Oh, here we Hilarious. go. Hilarious. First of all, I got really into um, slap Jesus. fighting. Oh, just on YouTube. Yeah, the uh, actual competition. It. I mean, those guys. It's heavy. It's heavy. It is heavy. Yeah, those Russians, they go hard. And I think they give themselves concussions. They're not all How do Russians. you not? Oh, dude, they knock each other out cold. It's crazy. And what's hilarious is they have all these infractions. Like if you, they have something called clubbing. That's if you hit too high up. Well, you're, 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 he's deep. And then they, he is they deep. have like, um, if you, you can't move your feet, right? You have to keep your feet planted. So if you take a step, no those are all ways you can like really hurt the guy, but you've already hit him by the time you get. Yeah, it's too late. The damage so is like, done. I'm here with you and I just punch you in the head and they deduct points from me, but I've already knocked you silly with a club, you know what? Anyways, I, it's, it was great. That led me down to, you know, that there's now pillow fighting. Like professional pillow fighting. The pillows have these like handles on them. X MMA guys. Pillow fight. It is the dumbest thing you've yeah, ever seen. No, that sounds really dumb. So you see these guys and they're like getting angry because they're doing some sort of fighting, but all they can do is hit with a pillow. It's just, it's, it's not entertaining. It's just no, stupid. It's, as it's really stupid. I feel like um, all the what you watched this week is definitely post-show material. I asked how your week was, not what you watched. how my week was, Matt. Listen, we got nothing this week, so let me Well, just, let us have nothing. And... Um, I know you haven't watched this, but maybe you have because you watch everything. Go on. Have you ever seen the movie on Crave called, I think it's called False Positive? It's with Pierce Brosnan. I'm afraid not. But you've seen the ad for it on there? He's got a beard now. Yeah, he's got a beard, exactly. Okay. This movie, I cannot believe that, like, there aren't fucking petitions and people talking about it left, right, and center. It is the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. I mean, not the most fucked up thing I've ever seen, but I can't believe it's a movie. I'm going to spoiler alert this for you because you don't have to watch it. Okay? Stop. Stop now if you don't want to. It's with the girl from uh, Broad City. Oh, Eliana. You know, have either of you watched yeah, Broad City? Yeah, I know City? what Broad City is. Yeah. But she's got like long straight hair and she looks totally different because it's like six or seven years after Broad City ended. Will you get on with this fucking movie? Anyways premise of the movie is she's a wife and she can't have a baby and her husband, Justin Theroux. So just to give you an idea, there are famous people in this movie, Justin Theroux, yeah, you Pierce, said Pierce Brosnan, uh, this girl, other people too. Anyways, she, she can't get pregnant. The, he's some special doctor. That can help them get pregnant, blah, blah, blah. So it's just going on like a normal thriller. Everything's kind of normal. 
And then at the end of the movie, she finds out that Pierce Brosnan is actually the dad, which is like super obvious in one of these movies. And you think, okay, that's going to be the twist. Then she loses her mind. Oh, no, sorry. Let's back up a second. Oh, my God. I'm going <laughs> to... Part of the thing... Good week. Part of the thing was that Pierce Brosnan gave her so many of these, like, injections or whatever that all of a sudden she had two a set of twins in her and a single... So a set of twin boys and a single girl. And she had to decide she couldn't keep all three. And she decided she wanted to keep the girl. And kill the two boys. And what happens is that he like switches it so that the two boys get kept and the girl dies. And the baby stays dead inside you until after and you expel it at birth. Like this little dead fetus thing. You know what I mean? Okay. The only reason, <laughs> the only reason that's important this is, this is, is like at five the end of the worst podcast at minutes the end, ever. At the end of the movie, she kills everybody <laughs> kills everybody, finds the little baby that was inside her, the fetus, takes it, starts breastfeeding the little tiny fetus. The fetus starts clinging. Simon. And the movie Simon, ends. Simon. From now on, how's your week? If you just watch stuff this week and nothing interesting happened, just say nothing happened like say I do. You watch stuff. Yeah, say you watch stuff, and then we'll get to that later. And the movie ends with the no one cared baby about that. But, but in your in your head, you're like, how are people sitting on a camera going, "This will work, man"? How did any we of these got, people got, think this would work? How are the people who are watching this? They're enraged about everything in the world, and nobody has a problem about this movie with a dead fetus. Because that comes everyone back knew to they were like, no one's gonna watch this. To breastfeed, no Was one's it, ever is there gonna a watch message this. In this? I mean, no. that any movie can be made. I don't know, man. It's yeah. fucking crazy. I didn't have water for four days this week. Real nightmare. Uh, that was your week, Matt? Real nightmare. And how'd you get it back? Called the city. Do you have any advice for anyone else who might uh, be experiencing frozen pipes that you've, you've learned through the ordeal? Um, nope, not really. Oh, well. Stay, stay, stay safe out there, guys. Especially if yeah, it's cold. That was my week. Now we do what we actually do here, which is uh, talk Joe Rogan. What's your problem, huh? I have no problem. Looks like he has a problem, doesn't he? With me, I think. Uh, no, no problem. Go on. Joe Rogan. Yep. All right. Come on. <laughs> it's all about Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, listen. 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 Don't do this. Don't do this. We can go over everything you watched with a fine-tooth comb. You can tell us all about it. You know when something aff affects you mm -hmm. and you want to talk about it? Yeah. That's what I did. But if we don't see it, it's harder for us to talk about it. And I, I wonder, had you read, say, the uh, brief IMDb synopsis? synopsis? It doesn't say anything about a fetus. Okay, okay, okay. Anything about murder. It's like a, a psychological thriller. Simon, because I love you, I'm going to watch that movie and come back and, and give you what you need. Well, I, I think you should. But I, I absolutely I, can't. I, I, I don't can't think you do did it, it justice describing it. You just wanted to get out the traumatic, fucked up scenes you saw. Yeah. But I want to share the experience with you. So. Okay, you know what? I apologize. All right, let's go over the guest this week. <laughs> what a Simon's week, what a, a week. Mood. We have the return of JP. 1769, Jordan Peterson, followed by 1770, Valentine Thomas. And then, of course, we had Juliana Pena, but we do not do the MMA show. All right, rate it. 
I'm going to give this week a two. Uh, yeah, I will match that too. I will give it a one and a half. I had a feeling that was coming. I thought you were going slightly lower. I thought you were going to do some slightly queer number like 1.3694862, like pi or something. <laughs> no. This is okay. a solid 1.5. All right, well, like we said, we're going to do it a little bit different. Actually, you know what? We don't even have to. There's no fucking ad. We'll just do it normally. Okay, but it's on the table. The format is on the table. <laughs> yeah, you the format's on the it. table, yeah. All right, Jordan Peterson. Let's 1769, do it. Jordan Peterson, back from the dead. You know when some people are just feeling themselves sometimes too much? Yep. I feel like Jordan was feeling himself too much. Oh, definitely happy to be back there. Did you watch it? I th- it was the tuxedo over the top. Of course, it's over the top. It was over Are you the top. nuts? It was obnoxious. Yeah, for a humble man from buttfuck nowhere, Alberta, he should have been a tweed jacket with elbow pads and a sensible sweater. <laughs> like, let's be who we are. He is certainly not humble. No, and of all the no. things you no. could call no. John no. Peterson, no, humble no. I was being sarcastic. No, I used to give him a, like I used to try to give him a pass, but after this, yeah, he's just he's so up his own ass at this point. It's unfortunate, and now. What is he? He's a scientist? No, he's a psychologist. He's a psychologist. Yeah. So don't come out of the gates talking about climate change. And like, it's he, all opinions loud, but he didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a weird flex. Fracking, Joe, is bad? Okay. The semantics of climate, climate is everything, which I think is a valid point. It's very vague climate. The climate just exists, right? It's not, that's not a pinpointed thing, but... and. I'm surprised you didn't mention the biggest polluter is military, right? We've learned that. Yeah. Like that's the biggest problem, and no one talks about it. So no matter what you do, carbon emissions is not going to change unless the military changes its way. Well, even then, when Joe was like... Well, he doesn't think any of that has any effect on that. Well, they, they, did, they didn't even mention... He's just mentioning, or what I understood he was saying, is the the variables they're saying isn't able to say that is the one thing. If you change that, this will happen. But again, he's not a fucking scientist. Like, it's not his wheelhouse. It's not his lane. I, I don't know why he discredited himself by going there. I think they should have started off right away, talk about the benzos. Like, let's get that out of the way, see where you're at. I agree with that. I agree with that too. Oh. We have an agreement. We have an agreement. I can't. It's tough with my back turned to the goddamn thing. But they didn't do that, so they sort of got off on the wrong. Yeah, I think that would have, uh, you know, that might have been a, a better starting point. So you were hooked on benzos. <laughs> well, yeah, it, which which they eventually got to, and you know, it it is what it is. Uh, then he, he just got, he's so up his ass excited with analogies. You know what I mean? Like he started all right. It's the, all about the Bible. The chicken and the farmer. It's all about the Bible. The chicken thinks the farmer is the best person to him till the chicken till the farmer eats it. Yeah, that was fine. I sort of got that. But he was like, let me give you $5 this week. Or I'll give you $17.50 in three weeks and a half. And I'm like, I don't even know what we're talking about here, Jordan. Calm down. He just confuses every subject by making it way more complicated than it has to be. Way more complicated. Which is interesting because he's a Bible guy, which are those like simple, simple parables. And he, uh, the way he talks about the Bible, he acts as like, first of all, he gets giddy like a school kid, which is fucking weird, I find. But he... He acts as though he's like, like he himself is uncovering things in the Bible that no one has ever, 
Like towards the end when he was like, oh, Joe, I got it. We got to go on for another half hour about this thing I found about Exodus. It's crazy, right? Okay. Like, so listen, it, it, he makes it seem like he's genuinely finding like a truth in the Bible that we can all agree on. But not just a truth, like something that is etched in stone. Like this is God did this and put this here. Not to mention he was like, religion's been around for what, 25,000 years or whatever fucking wild or our civilization has been around. What was the number he threw out? Like it was bananas. I don't know, but that probably makes sense. What do you mean? That, that, that this probably... civilization right now, that the people walking around, I thought it was like the Denisovans or whatever. Well, that's like a long time ago. That's like 300, okay, fine. Not 500 the million years ago. Whatever. Well, okay, just timeline-wise, sure. like according to like normal, everybody agrees But like you think this. Egyptian civilization was alive well, back then. Well, that's 5,000 years before Christ. Yeah. So well, that's a different civilization. Jordan Peterson was like, the people walking around now have just been around for 25,000. Like, I don't know about that. Well, what do you mean? I think he means like people's ancestors eventually would have came from there, right? I don't think he thinks that people from 25,000 years ago are still walking around well, today. Of I mean, he might. He's a fucking... Bi <laughs> who knows? The one thing I thought about when he talked about the Bible is it is the first book. Whether you like it or not, believe it or not, like every every other story that exists in humankind is because of that... A, a derivative of that. And whoever wrote it, an amalgamation of stories, like there's no way they were like, if we write this... This will happen to different languages, but it's, it's just, it's very interesting that that's the basis for all stories that we know of. The problem though, is that you, we know that it's been rewritten and I don't mean like passed down through translation. I mean, like at one point they just decided, I think it's like the King James Bible or something. They just rewrote the Bible. So once winners get their hands on the history, like what are we really left with? You know what I mean? Like unless you're reading like ancient Sumerian texts. So you're saying the the Bible is written by the winners? Oh, I would think so. Well, dude, and again, Old it's a conglomeration. Sorry, it's a conglomeration of stories. Totally true. But the person who was deciding what stories were included were the people in charge. You what know? did they know? Well, again, what that's Vatican. Like, they didn't know what gravity was, or like, or they did. Like, oh, I think they absolutely. Knew. Again, if you look back to like, sorry, I didn't mean like a blanket statement. Ancient what civilizations and the fact that they knew about star systems and things that you say to yourself they couldn't possibly know about with the technology they had. Like, we're obviously just missing. I'm not saying they were fucking smarter than we, are, but we're we're missing something about our past. Well, again, that Vatican library that no one has fucking access to, that probably has a few answers somewhere in there, right? Probably. I would assume. Well, it would make sense that it's it would be the information from the Library of Alexandria because the Romans would have sacked whatever city was there already. This idea of just burning the library, they probably burnt the library, but they probably took all the text out that they wanted first, you know? It's like, yeah, it was filled with gold in the library, but they just burnt it all. No, they took out the things of value, and then they burnt the structure so they couldn't then just fill it up again. It's like when cops raid a drug dealer's house, and they're like, we found 
$5,000. And no drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, regardless of who wrote or whatever, it seems like the message in the Bible is is a good one. Like, Yeah, but that's what Simon's saying is if you go Old Testament, it's pretty fire and brimstone-y. Yeah, but whatever makes us feel like doing the right thing started there. And now we've, you know, it started there and then, you know, when uh, an angle gets, it's so far apart now, who, who knows where it and, is. And the basis for all other books because those were the original stories, the original Odyssey, the original whatever, so, so right? It, so it needs to be respected, but definitely uh, he puts it on a more of a pedestal than others. What I've noticed, though, is... Mo- he, sorry, sorry, he just says things for certain about the Bible. The Bible said this, it means this fact. And that's hard for me to swallow. I think you gotta, like... And Joe just listens. Be sure you're being, you know... Like, understand that these are fables. And how, old is Greek, how old is Greek mythology? Is that older than Well, it's the Bible? older than Roman mythology. Okay, so, but I mean, again, wouldn't those be well, the first older stories than then? the Bible, like the Old Testament, those are all stories from before Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So it would have been everything before year zero. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Greek mythology is way before that, is it not? Well, it's not way before that. I think it's it's after the Egyptians, so somewhere between the Egyptians and the Romans. But even then, the Egyptians is a good example. Like, they were way before Christ, At and least. they had to have stories. Of course, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So to say the Bible is the first book, like, there might have been, I mean, the Bible, for all we know, could have been written by the Egyptians. Could have just been stories that the Egyptians told that were, well, we're again, se- then changed to... A- absolutely, Matt. And we're seeing now that, like, um, people are doing correlations between, like, the story of Moses and the stories that were going on in the Egyptian Whoever, I, I, I don't know them. Some prince. Sure. But could very well be the same people. And then they talk about the flood in all the scriptures. Like, it seems like these, like you're saying, yeah, were all just stories themes. that were being pushed through time. But there's know? some weird consistent thread through all of them. That they sort of have some similarities. Well, probably because they were the same story, just being translated into different languages for different people. And like, so you have this story. If the Jews were the winners in this part of the world, then Moses would have been the main character. But if other people were yeah, ruling in another, flood, part, then Mohammed would be the main character. It's the same story, the same people. You're just adjusting it for your populace that has to digest it. You know. And there's got to be some sort of understanding in all that. Because the truth is important, right? Knowing the truth, being truthful. Yeah, but why do you need the Bible to be truthful? Are you saying <laughs> we, that... We think that because of the Bible. It's sort of like we only... We don't know what we think anymore because now we know Google's been influencing us all this time or whatever, or we don't even know what to think. Oh, we'll get to him. I, I can't wait to bring him up in the post, Joe. But the basis of everything, like I said, is from this book. Like, right or wrong or whatever. What I find it interesting is I'm going to say is churches are being torn down all the time. Have you noticed that? I've never once seen a church be torn they down. They just tore down the church on Fifth Ave, Fifth and Monk. There's a church on Maryville. Like, as the population grows... Religion is not keeping up with it. It's it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And I see us a day when it, it finally goes away. But it's a weird thing to say it's getting smaller and smaller because the church owns that land and they'll sell it. And like, yeah, that church goes away, but 
the church, quote unquote, is massive. And can't really go away. The, the, the church is, but I just I feel like it's uh, it's retracting, or I, I don't know what the word is, but it's not like. I mean, you're not wrong. The numbers back you up. If you look at religion in the states versus like 30 years ago, it's. Uh, I mean, to say it's down substantially. If you look at the numbers, Kamar, a huge portion of the U.S. still. Oh yeah, this could be 200 years. I they, don't mean like seven years of yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to make religion hip again. And uh, there are a couple of different ways you can go about that. You could um, tie religion back in with psychedelics. That would bring in new people into the religion. The problem with religion is there's way too many charlatans. Like the Cleflo A. Dollars. Just like, the, a, just like a Nazi flag at a fucking, what seems to be a peaceful Exactly, like uh, a get, protest. sure. I mean... <laughs> That's a weird. Uh, well, no, the, the, I get what he's the saying. Massive religion in general is good, but then you have molester priests, you have uh, pastors that fuck everyone in their parish. They steal the money. Like it's the message gets lost, and you become jaded. I mean, again, though, Kamara, there's problems with the Bible. Like there's people that interpret the Bible that hate gays. That's an issue, right? Now, again, there's people that that read the Bible that have no problem with gay marriage and gays being happy, but there are some people that can interpret that. Now, again, they never bring up shellfish, which is weird. 100%, but. but it's still just, it's the first book. Like, the first book should have been something better or different, but it wasn't, and now we're here. I, I thought it was interesting how he was talking about um, the shamanic um, tradition. Like, there's a consistency of that, and that sort of uh, hallucinogenics, mushrooms, ayahuasca, whatever you want, we've discussed may have gotten us to here, and now we're fucked, and we may need that to... If we're to save ourselves. Yeah, but what does that mean? Like you want 8 billion people to just start doing ayahuasca or mushrooms or something? I think I'm mushrooms. Just like last night, Katy Perry was on uh, Sunday Live and there was mushrooms. It seems like it's being woven in. I don't know if it's on purpose or coincidence. Like that uh, Nine Perfect Strangers. Do you, you know what I mean? It's, it's becoming a lot more shown as mainstream. I, but I got to ask you, as someone who like is a conspiracy-minded person... If they're giving, if they're letting you have mushrooms and it's like a thing that's in the mainstream now, would that not scare you to believe that? Like, I don't know. You're, you if know. they are, if they, which cannot be named are, or if it's just like. Because you believe that the they controls everything, right? So they wouldn't let a narrative of mushrooms can help us all get out of this. Well, it, they gave us weed. If it's like, a, if you yeah, had to keep us dumb, maybe, but if it's a sub, no, if, fuck it's, that. if it's just a subconscious thing that we're just starting to create this art and media that involves hallucinations, like we, we don't even know what we're doing, but we're leading ourselves back to where we have to get to. I don't know. It definitely feels like there are certain, there, uh, psychedelics have definitely become mainstream. Like people are talking about it, it's yeah. in the news. So when it does happen, we'll be easier to digest it because you know a when, spoonful of sugar makes the medicine when you can just go and get your mushroom treatment you'll be ready for it because it's all been coming You're, i'd say there are more people hitting me up recently for like microdose mushrooms than weed and i mean like normal people that you would not expect to partake in any of this stuff more often than not they're like oh you can get mushrooms that's but like, someone you would say I, I didn't know you'd ever think of doing that yeah yeah mm -hmm. Because those, I feel like those people, sorry to cut you off, Kamar, oh, I feel no. like those people are afraid of weed. Like, they're like, oh, it, I tried it once, it makes me paranoid. But a lot of people are getting on this psychedelic train or like microdosing. Sorry, anyway, keep going. When, when I was 18, like we were doing mushrooms. Yeah, for and sure. the only person who talked about mushrooms was Bill Hicks. 
and, and there'd be no movies. They'd smoke weed and stuff, but you'd, it just was never there. And I just find it's way more commonplace now. I don't, I don't know what that means. I wanted to go back to, um, even though he was sort of out of his lane talking about uh, the environment, Yeah, I think it was interesting how he said that the only way, or one of the ways we need to fix it is to get poor people money like as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Because the majority of the planet doesn't care about the the planet. Yeah, I've said this a hundred times. Because yeah. they have too too many problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I I don't know if that's on their minds or they think we're we're just we're gonna save this planet, but they need everyone to be invested. And also, they mentioned or Joe mentioned there's not enough minerals on the planet to convert the world to all electric cars. Had you heard that before? But Joe doesn't know that for sure. No, he suggested it, but that makes sense. They never talk about electric cars having a finite source of anything. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, but that's also, I mean, again, I would, my assumption would be because they assume for um, innovation. Like they assume that they will get better at making batteries to where you will need less of the minerals or they can recycle them. Because I mean, we haven't that. I mean, that has to be it. Well, that's what I assume. Because Tesla's big thing is recycling batteries, and if you think about it, we've never been great at um, recycling cars. Like we crush them into fucking cubes and then scrap them. You know what I mean? Like the we're not graveyards. The, yeah. yeah, exactly, dude. Playing graveyards too. Like that, I think that would be the EV movement. Is like they're going to be big on like like the way you trade your phone in. Like you never thought about that too. Like coltan, like. There's a, there's a limited source. Well, why do you think the companies are always like, we'll buy your phone back off you for a hundred bucks. We'll give you the credit on your next phone. Because again, they want to get all the fucking shit out of it to recycle it. Cause they're basically selling you old parts. It's not like the uh, minerals that make the thing disappear. They're Precisely. Yeah. It's just the like when you burn gas, you're burning gas, right? Like, I know, but is it going in the environment? And could it be? suck it out of the air (laughs) obviously recycling is the only way we can go if you want to talk about sustainability yeah Uh, but i think but i think that's the move with cars right with ev cars is well with everything well the recycling i didn't even think about that that's uh that's the only way like when you you give up your phone yeah like you give your phone back for them to recycle Mm -hmm. sometimes just because you don't want to throw it in the garbage that's just money in their pockets. How many phones you don't do you have? Realize. But again, you also, but money in their pockets, also like throwing your phone out seems ridiculous. Like for that thing to just end up in a landfill seems ridiculous, right? Like I agree with you. You're, no, you're, but again, it's like uh, they take your data for free. They're just, it's another like cash grab for them that you just don't even think about, you know? I mean, again, they are giving you something. Like if you're getting a hundred bucks off your next like, phone. Like, you know, those computer... Um, You'll see them at like a community center, recycle your computer. Mm-hmm. Computer, it's electronic recycling. Yeah. So that must be some sort of scam too, right? Like they must want that. Nobody's just doing that out of goodwill. It's not a scam. Is that there's a lot of people that work with electronics that can, again, I, I mean, you're looking at it like a scam. They will use it and probably profit off the fact that, but you're also helping the environment and you're not just, I don't know. Yeah, that's whatever. Sorry. But no, you're right. I mean, someone is profiting off that for sure. There's no way, like, 
Like, what do you think happens when something, when an electronic is recycled? Do you think it goes into a grinder and they just, <laughs> just like ground up into a million pieces and then? No, I just, now that I'm thinking about it, there's probably like some mineral in the keyboards that we don't even know about and they gather it back up. Well, for sure they do that in Nigerians. Too. I was just going to say the Nigerian print scam, that's all because we were dumping computer parts there forever and they just got so smart and good at um, extracting data, any piece of data they could from hard drives that were there. I have four phones. On the go right now? No, no, they're all... <laughs> Drug uh, dealer over here. <laughs> no, the, the other ones are broken, but I, it breaks. I toss yeah. in the box, I go to Rogers, yeah. I get the new one, and I never think about it again, you know what I mean? You're sitting on the gold mine. Am I? Am I? I think you are. We'll see, we'll see. Um, Dude, you must be sitting on, like, fucking thousands of dollars in Coltan. I mean, Kamar, even, <laughs> even then, like, computers, you know, like, I had, a, I had a MacBook Pro that was, like, really old and shitty and slow. And I was like, fuck, I got to get another one. And I ended up buying a battery on Amazon and like a new hard drive for it. It cost me a couple hundred bucks for sure. But all of a sudden that computer was running like new. You know what I mean? You don't always have to. Well, all my phones uh, yeah, get you smashed. And it should be bring your phone in when you get a new phone. It doesn't sight unseen. You get a, at least $25 back for it or something to help that process. Cause I bet you, do you have any other phones in your house? No, I always, I always trade them in. For trade the, them in. The, well, you, you can take care of your stuff. You what? Do you have any phones lying around your house? Yeah. Like, yeah. Tons. I'm, I'm rich in cold. Hand. Exactly. But I mean, come on. I, I'm cold. Hand keep rich. in mind too, the new scam now, at least in Canada, cause we have the worst, we have the worst mobile, um, prices of any developed country Carrier in the world. Fees. Uh, now the new scam is you don't even own the phone. The yep. new scam is you pay us 20 bucks a month. And after two years, you bring us back a phone in working order and we'll, we'll re-up you with the new one and we keep this fucking cycle. So you're just leasing a phone now. That's their this new phone. phone in my hand is leased. But Simon, back to, I, I will say one thing in closing. Like I looked the other day when I was looking at buying us a computer. I could have traded in my computer at home and gotten us like $2,000 off a computer. How old is your yeah, computer? Yeah, they want, the, especially in the Apple computers, because they, just like the phones, they have something tongue, tongue uh, go on, <laughs> tongue twister. No, I was going to say the name of the uh, mineral. It doesn't matter. Anyways, well, they there's have Coltan something in there, in there too, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I was just surprised to get that. Like most companies are like, yeah, we'll give you a hundred bucks to see like $2,000. Yeah, no, I was the like, fact wow, they're willing to pay so much. I got it probably the summer before we started the podcast. So it doesn't really depreciate like a car or something. Like It didn't have a lot of, I was surprised. I, assume it I mean, I bought value it. Was, as technology advances so fast. I mean, the thing costs like almost four grand. Oh, okay. So it was 50%. Well, still. Um, well, thanks for thinking about us. Um, what I thought was interesting when he was talking about was the nuclear, because that really gets you thinking about like, if you're a conspiracy minded person, that, it should be in everybody's house right now. The fact that it isn't, and we're so scared of it because of these events. Like, I mean, to uh, say it should be in everyone's house is probably a little bit I dangerous. I don't think it has to like, be in everyone's house. Yeah. It just has to be like, you know those green boxes, the hydro boxes in every neighborhood? It could be one of those for two yeah, city blocks. I don't mean everybody has to have a reactor in their house. I mean, everybody uses nuclear energy. No, like, we, we, we just took it literally. I'm just saying, Simon, the problem is still that like the grid, like problems happen with the grid we have now. You know, a generator blows up. Like we we had a blackout for like a full day, 10 years, 20 years ago, whatever it was. 
if a problem happens with one of these things, it will melt into the crust of the earth. You know what I mean? Like it's, I mean, that's what we think will happen. I, I don't know. I just, so you just, but I just want to get this straight because you are a conspiracy minded person. You believe that all issues we've had with nuclear have been Fugazi. Is that correct? No, I think that like three mile eye of Island Fukushima. No, those, those are learning steps, but like the Exxon Valdez, all things have problems. You know what I mean? I think they accidents. probably had accidents that they, you like, I don't know, maybe blew totally out of proportion to make sure that this technology couldn't go any further. I agree with you, Simon. When you, when you look at like, um, um, Chernobyl yeah. now, there are like animals living there. Like things seem to be going on. Three eyes. No, there are no three eyes. It's just, I don't know. Look, it, that seems crazy, but we know the lengths that uh, big oil will go to to keep themselves in control. It seems like the most feasible renewable energy too. If it's just splitting one little atom makes so much energy. Big oil. Yeah. Big oil. Terrible organization. Horrible. Yeah. Like, they yeah. will destroy the planet mm -hmm. to make a dollar. Mm -hmm. You think they would, the, of course they would fucking discredit but you think, any but, but other. See, the problem though is like what you're saying is they would, I'm with them slowly destroying the planet for a dollar, but your argument is like they would be willing to potentially end life on earth as we know it just to prove a point about nuclear energy, potentially. But I, w I wish Jamie had fact-checked Jordan Peterson and find out if solar panels kill more people than nuclear. Well, I think they do in the set. Like again, he but used body count. Well, I mean, people at nuclear down. plants but hold on, but he was, have on. to have accidents too, where they fall off of ladders. Yeah. and you know, like. But even then, do you consider the guy that falls off a ladder at a nuclear plant a nuclear? Well, you you have to if you're talking about. Um, that's why I people wish, falling off roofs because of solar. That's panels, why I wish he fact checked it. What I'm saying, Simon, is thing. what I'm saying is I would I like I would chalk that up as, as like a factory death. You know what I mean? Like, just like any other factory in the world has, like, a well, dangerous workplace. But then that solar panel argument I agree. is all, that's fugaze, you know? You can't make that argument. I just wish you had fact-checked it, and we, we, it could have moved on. It's, I mean, listen, definitely people fall off their roofs putting solar panels on. But if more people no die from solar, problem. like, even though it's, like, in a weird way, then solar is almost more dangerous than nuclear. But they're also not running giant nuclear plants, right? You can't, so. but Kamar, you're... See, well, again, the idea is it not going to be nuclear, but they're going to get smaller and smaller and like less safe. But We're Kamar, not trying to get big plants. You do these like news type headlines where you're like, solar is clearly more dangerous than nuclear. And the point is, is like, if a couple people fall off their roof, let's say it's 10,000 people a year, it's not going to affect the rest of the world. At no point could solar... Like, if something happens across the world with solar, it's not going to fucking affect us here. Whereas if if a nuclear plant across the world had a meltdown, it could... But no, the, those things have happened and it hasn't. You know what I mean? Three Mile Island didn't kill a million people. Chernobyl didn't kill 50,000 people. Fukushima didn't kill 25,000 people. If those bodies were there, then for sure. Okay, but Fukushima, like, they've... It if you couldn't go to Chernobyl anymore because there were fucking giant tentacle deer or something, then we'd have something to talk about. But it's just the fact numbers. I know, dude, they built a giant steel dome around like you guys are fucked. You, you saw that on that HBO documentary. No, like, I've no. First of all, that was a show, not a documentary. You've been to Russia. You've seen it firsthand. Listen, Bigfoot <laughs> alien guy here. Who's never fucking seen. No, jack no, no, shit. no, of course. Listen, I, 
I could absolutely 100% be wrong. I just find it convenient that we have this like, um, besides the giant meltdown that you're talking about where it burns into the earth. Yeah, besides that. And that's how we find Middle Earth. The um, output on the environment is so small compared to all the others, the burning of fossil I fuels. Agree. The, it doesn't all add I up. just, you have to weigh it, Simon. It's like, if if the potential for disaster over here is element level event, end of life on earth versus polluting it slowly and trying to figure out a way on the way to... Uh, Let's pretend we never had gas. Okay. Okay. So no um, fossil fuel. And nuclear had been like the way that these uh, mustached monopoly men were going to make all their money, mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Guaranteed, they would have found a safe way to safer, do it. cleaner. Like this, it's stupid. Compactor. It's just their money went into something else. So this technology will be lost but, to humankind on. because the fat cats decided to go in a different direction. But I got to ask you a question, Simon. So, like, let's use weed and booze, okay? So let's Molson. Molson controls Molson and Labatt, right? Control the market, basically, as far as beer is concerned. Correct? Yes. Seagram's. Yeah, sure. So you would argue forever that they would want to keep weed illegal because they want to be, you know, the only purveyor of legal death, right? And then that's the opposite of what happens. What happens is weed becomes legal and they're the first people to get in line. I feel like if, I feel like the fucking big oil has enough money that if nuclear was the way and they could do it, they would just do it and make the same amount of money. Like you're also assuming that. I, I, they just don't have to now. They don't have to. They have oil, so is oil going somewhere? My point is this, is think about it like this. If you're going to, because you're talking about espionage, okay? So if big oil is, well, that's what you're saying, is that they basically created these Chernobyl events to destabilize people's trust in nuclear, right? So that's espionage. Why would you not just steal the technology yourself, since you're already doing espionage? You steal said technology, and then you either never let it out, or you do it better. Right? Like, doesn't that make the most sense? Like, if these guys have a renewable source of energy where you don't have to do jack shit, you don't have to drill for oil, you don't have to risk anything, the amount, like, you're still going to charge the same for energy, right? Like, we know from the past that when a company saves a bunch of money, they don't pass it along to you. They charge you the same amount. They probably jack the price up 15 cents. So, the same way big oil would just get in front of nuclear, charge you the same amount. I just don't think they're willing these that's what we say and we say yeah then, of course they can make that okay. pivot but they don't they, but let me ask why you a question would they, okay, they but don't hold on. have to hold on but let me ask you a question because there is no climate change and but let me the ask world you a question. is fine big oil is cars for the most well, part that, that's what I'm but hold on so big oil is cars go ahead Kamar how, how much uh, electricity does oil produce or is hydro different you know what I mean? Well, that's the, I, we'd have. I don't know those numbers I I either. I, I have no idea. But big oil, like nuclear, doesn't solve cars. There's still fossil fuel in fucking a billion plus oh, I'm, vehicles. I'm pretty sure you could run cars on nuclear fusion. I, I, again, I'm not a scientist. No, Simon, you're dead wrong because the reactors they need for these things are like the size of a Maybe fucking. You've never seen Back to the Future. Um, again, oh. <laughs> I, I'm not a scientist. I'm pretty sure I've heard talk of they being able to run cars off some sort of. Um, like the, you're talking about making really uh, anyway. I mean, I'll put it to you this way. I, I don't know. Simon, if you're talking electric vehicles, then maybe they can run off nuclear because they would run off the grid, right? 
Like if the, the grid, the nuclear would if the grid is runoff nuclear, to generate electricity. Yes. Sure, it doesn't necessarily have to be a tiny little little reactor in everybody's car. You're right; it could be a, a thing where it's it's running the the entire. Yeah, if it's running the system. grid and we're all charging off the grid, I mean, I still don't think even Elon. I mean, who, it, I, and I want to point this out: Elon, for the ninth year in a row, has promised that next year the truck. he will have a fully autonomous car. No, because he can't. Oh, he truck. can't do it. The truck. Like our buddy that built that laptop, or the 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 that built the computer, he was telling me he's like, you can't build a can't you can't no you can't build turn. it, you can't turn left. Um, and he's signed a bunch of NDAs, so I can't I mean, say anything further. I listen further, to Lex a lot. Yeah, and he, he well, seems to think it's it can it's be it's done. it's a holy he, grail. It's a holy grail. Lex is also the ultimate um, dreamer. Yeah, but I uh, like. Not pessimistic. Uh, optimist. Optimist, yes. I am the pessimist. So that's why that's the only word I know. Um, yeah, he's the ultimate optimist. So Lex would always feel like, because that's how Lex is, right? Like he can't go into his work thinking, I, this can't be done or else he'll just never get any further. The other thing is, I'm pretty sure for uh, like deep space travel, you'll need nuclear. Like, there's no way you can carry enough fuel to get somewhere. Well, they're well, talking why, about but, like... Um, Hold on. Laser sales and things like that. There, there are there are other ways to do it. Kamar, once There's you're no way to do it right now. Kamar, once you're going, that's it. What? Okay, but how do you refill up there? The only propulsion you need is to get on and off of something. You don't need propulsion after that. You're in space. It's but, a vacuum. You're moving Mach ten up there. But if you stop, how do you start up again? Well, what are you stopping for? You're getting to a planet. Okay, so or if you're getting to a planet, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're getting to a planet, you would just need a, a shitload of reserve fuel. And that's... No, I'm telling you, they're looking at light sails. Like, yeah, I've, I've read that too. It, yeah. It's it's technology that can definitely work. So Hold I don't on. even it's think... technology nuclear, that can definitely Well, I don't work. even think nuclear power <laughs> I'm not a is even on like... The light the, sail is this huge solar panel. It's like a giant, kind of like a sail and it catches... There's no clouds in space, so you'll always have the sun power. Look again, if not gave, a scientist. Clearly, I was just going to say, I think you've thought it through more than he has because oh, he looked at you like, oh, maybe Kamara's right about this. Make, well, I don't think you that, can make that. I, I have no idea. If you can make that, you can make solar able to the planet. So I, I don't know. I, I, I believe nuclear is a way. We'll see. He suggested that capitalism is the only way to save the environment if you're going to do it. Like, it won't work through socialism because you'll still have everyone will have nothing and there'll still be a, a few people with. Um, Everything and those people are not going to care about the planet. I agree with them, but capitalism has to care about the environment for like it has to do that at some point. Right now, capitalism doesn't give two shits you know, about the environment. It's got to find a way that it can make money to save the planet. Well, and that's exactly what they're doing with carbon credits. Yeah, I mean, the government has ways of taxing the shit out of companies that are awful to the planet. They just don't do it. Yeah, they absolutely do. They choose not to. The government can pretty much do whatever they want. It's like when we talk about, um, oh, Amazon found a way to not pay $13 billion in taxes through a loophole. Um, and the government's just like, oh, shit, uh, shitty loophole. Like, they could fucking do whatever they want. They're the government. But they change I mean? all the time. Like, the Chinese government can do whatever they want. But I think the rest of our governments are always, like, switching back and forth and I just, caught up in the issues. I think most of the governments are tied so far into these companies that you can't even tell one from the other at this point. And why would you ever slap a reprimand on yourself? Like, unless you're doing it for the optics, which I know they do do. You know, to make it seem like they're doing something. But for the most part, I think you're talking about one and the same entity. 
Well, I heard Dan Crenshaw on a podcast this week, um, and the podcast host was grilling him about uh, his what he made on the stock market. And he was like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, how am I supposed to afford two houses? <laughs> I was just kind of like, I can't believe this is your response. Like, now again, I will give get Dan Crenshaw this. If I heard the number correctly, he only made something like $24,000 off the stock market. So they're using his returns in percentage, right? Like they're saying the S&P only returned 10% this year, whereas Dan Crenshaw had returns of like... Do you mean there was like a clickbait that grouped Dan... Dan Crenshaw in with like Nancy Pelosi, like both sides are gaming the system, but he only made that much. It didn't clickbait it. What it what I'm saying is it used percentages versus the S and P versus how much money they actually made. Like I don't know. I don't know. I'm stupid. Man. Well, okay. For example, like let's say let's say Nancy Pelosi because we could dig into the numbers. Let's say Nancy Pelosi made a hundred million dollars off the stock market this year. If you find out that she invested a hundred million. Those were zero percent returns. Well, no, no, no. She made a hundred percent return. She doubled her money, right? She invested a hundred million. She made a hundred million. Now she has two hundred million. Yes. Now she's so that's I believe that's a hundred percent returns, right? So hers would be a hundred percent returns. Whereas let's say Dan Crenshaw invests two thousand dollars, but makes a hundred thousand. His return percentage is much higher, right? So less money. Precisely. So it would still, depending on how you're reading the stat. We've always talked about that two years ago that we have to get money out of politics. Like yeah, that's, not, that's yeah. not going to happen. No. So it's almost a moot point. I will say though, I saw a weird clip of Nancy Pelosi this week where she was reluctantly like, I trust the members of this Congress. And if they want to make it so that we can't trade actively while we're on. She's already worth like $60 million. Well, yeah, she's already what made her money. Does she care no, she's now. worth way more than that. Just, she's she's going to burn those bridges for the other people. She's she doesn't give a fuck. She's worth more than 60 million. I think she made $200 million off the stock market this year. There's going to be something in the post, Joe, about her. Um, it, it sounds cruel and wrong, but I wouldn't be mad if I saw drunk monkeys. You wouldn't be mad. It, don't you think it'd be kind of funny? Like, I don't want to give booze, like, but... If, you can go to the Caribbean and see drunk monkeys. Off of uh, fermented fruit? Yeah. Okay, well, let's go. <laughs> I, I just drunk, drunk monkeys seem cute and like a... You know what I got to say, though? My favorite video on the internet for the longest time was this experiment they did with these two, I think it was capuchin monkeys. They had them in a cage side by side, and they had grapes and cucumbers. And the monkeys fucking loved grapes. So they gave the, they would have like a task they would do. And when they did it properly, the idea was you got a grape. So this monkey does the task, and they give it a grape. And this monkey sees it, and it does the task. And then they give it a piece of cucumber, and it takes the cucumber... And it whips it back at the thing. And it's like, fuck this. I want the fucking grape. And they keep doing it. And the same thing happens. And the monkey eventually loses its shit. I used to love that video. Now I'm like, we're gross. Oh, you're like the torment of the animal. Yeah, I just, I don't love it. Finally realized. I don't. Yeah, I don't love it. Well, and that's why I said it, I did, getting monkeys drunk isn't cool. But, but if it, it sound, got drunk sound, on its own. <laughs> it sounds funny. What can I say? Um, do you guys know rats laugh and play? A rat laugh must be the most evil little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I bet it's gross, yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny that he could not say slam dancing or moshing. Like, he, yeah, he, he had a real... He, he had a, <laughs> they were doing this weird, a, crazy dance of anger. Bodies and he this macabre dance. And uh, he he 100% fell apart. Yeah, he was crying. Bawling at his um, perception and uh, uh, 
belief of what music is and how powerful it is. Who was bawling? Jordan, Jordan Peterson, Peterson on the bawled show? on the show, yeah. You don't remember this. I don't remember. Ed, That's a weird thing not to remember. When did <laughs> man, that happen? A grown man bawling his eyes out. I don't think Kamar has a timestamp. Talk about dancing. Uh, music puts you on the board of chaos and order. Um, notes with no pattern is just noise. Like like he he he, he loves music and stuff. I will say, Kamar, the smartest thing I've ever heard come out of Donald Trump's mouth. He was being interviewed by Ali G of all people. And Ali G asked him, he goes, what's the most popular thing on earth? And Donald Trump, without missing a beat, goes, music. And I went, wow, that's that was pretty quick. And I, I would agree with him. I think the most popular thing in the world is music. Because it's the weirdest thing. And he equated it and he gets you. It's the closest thing to a religious experience you can have. And I thought about it like... When you're at Blues Fest. And there's 50,000 people. you just watch everyone, it seems like a vibe. You know what I mean? But if you walk through the people, you'll see some guy fighting with his girlfriend. And like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, look, it looks on the whole like a wicked thing. But if you break it all down, it's still fucking dysfunction and stuff. But it's 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 like dancing. Why, why do we. I've asked it before. It's And I like dancing. But like, what is that? Yeah, it's a weird. I don't know. There's something about a beat that makes you. Well, dancing, like I cannot, dancing makes sense. You hear something and you want your body to start moving to it. Just, I think that just happens, right? And that's just genetic. Like yeah, there, there it's was built, a, there it's was built a, into you. But, there, but here, you why see is a guy it, in fur with a stick and someone just jumping, scratching the head? Yeah, why is it I Bird can't listen dance. to hip hop without bounce? Like I cannot without bouncing my head. It's you, a, I can't rap without bouncing my head. Be in chaos is because it has a beat to it. Yeah, it's just a, but that's what he's saying. It seems like a phenomenon, right? Like, but any any rock song that you love comes on, you're like, oh yeah, and you'll do a little fucking air drum or whatever. Like it's. But even then, like I saw a video the other day of this woman at an aquarium, and she's, you know, when they have the big viewing window, mm-hmm. so she's at the viewing window playing the violin, and there's like five dolphins, like eagerly just sitting there floating, <laughs> watching her. So there's also I've also seen another one where this guy goes out and plays Claire de Lune in the jungle. There's just a piano randomly in the jungle, like a shitty old piano, and he plays Claire de Lune, and these elephants just arrive and just listen and to him play. But are they like swaying to the music or don't I mean, be dancing? I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't the point though is away. like still that even that the vibration of music, because that's all music is, is like any sound, just vibration. There's something about it that even some animals like pick up on. I don't know. It's and weird, especially birds. Well, like look, birds dance. Look back and on sing. Um, and sing. Third encounters or uh, close encounters of the third kind. It's uh, you really have a problem with my feet, eh? Wow, I got. I'm not gonna lie. I my plan was to actually pull my penis out this week and put it on the table if your feet went up. But I was like, this is too aggressive. I got twitchy eyes. eh? I didn't think you saw that. It's a universal tone, right? It's the this idea that all the universe functions off these same. But do they know something, or is that just Steven Spielberg said, "Yeah, let's do this"? I really feel like Steven Spielberg knows something because now when you hear like. Lou and um, what's his name there from uh, Blink-182. Like, they'll let these things slip where they talk about, like, the tone of the universe or... Oh, yeah. No, he sounded... Actually, I forgot about that interview, definitely. Well, don't forget, you can, like, music in a way can be broken down, I'm sure, mathematically in some way, like the... Oh, for sure. The wave of the music and... You know what I mean? There's got to be something there. But, yeah, music is fucking... I don't know, like, imagine life without music. You know when you meet someone and they're like, no, I don't really listen to music? 
I'm always like, you're a, you're a murderer. I want to know other things about you. Like it's the most. Yeah, I know. I have to go home with you and see how you live your what's life. Weird is when I was younger, you'd be for sure. What's your favorite band? The Beastie Boys. Like whatever. Like do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Top five more. bands. What's your favorite album? And now, it's just like, I, I, if you ask me, would you like? I just like music. Like I remember, I, I listen to way less music though. Now mm-hmm. that podcasts are around, like mm-hmm. not me. Because before to fill the time, before podcasts, music, you'd listen to music. Now not the radio. to fill the time, podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean the radio, but the radio was a lot of music. You know, the mm-hmm. problem with music is there's something of when you start getting older, <laughs> like they're just like your music. Yeah. And there is less made for you and, that you really get down to. And young people, you just assume everyone goes through the Doors phase and then you listen to the Beatles, <laughs> just like we all did. You know what I mean? How we, but they don't. No. They don't even know who that is. It's, 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 but it's, it's ongoing. That's why there's always going to be new music. And people saying, like, like a Little Peep or Excess Tentacion or a Kurt Cobain or Jim Morrison or someone else. You know what I mean? Whether you agree with their artistic yeah, yeah, skill no, or whatever right. they yeah, do. I agree. They impacted that person when they're 14 alone and just had that and they are everything to them. And that will always Well, go. that'll be interesting. I mean, we won't get to see it, unfortunately, but 100 years from now, 150 years from now, will they still be talking about Bob Dylan? Will they be talking about fucking... Mozart. Um, Kanye, like who will survive the test of, of real time? Wasn't well, that that Gladwell book, Outliers? He talks, he, he talks about exactly this. He said there's Elvis and the Beatles, but who will, like gen, genuinely, who will outlast? Well, I'm just thinking Bob Dylan, that's like 1960, 65, 66. We're in 20, like Elvis. 22. So you're talking about like what? 80 years already? Listen, Elvis is the Elvis perfect is example. Elvis just holding on. Like That's what I was going to say. And Michael Jackson, who? But Elvis's lyrics weren't relevant enough. Do you, you know what I mean? That's why... He's rock star. I, I understand that, but Bob Dylan, the reason why he may last another 30 years is because his lyrics are poetry. And take his voice away from it. Take it. Read those things as a poem instead of a song, and they'll forever stand the test of time. You know I don't what? think Elvis's music has that same lasting power. You know what, Simon? Without him, without that icon, I, like that music doesn't even exist. Ain't nothing but a hound dog holds up. You're making a good point, though, in that a lot of people's music lives on through um, someone else doing their work. A remix or a cover? You I, I, yeah, cover. I don't want remixes the wrong. But yeah, like, think of how many... No, you're right. It's true. Do you remember DJ Sun did uh, The Sun is Shining? No. It was like a Bob Marley remix? No. To my rescue. Here I am. I was actually singing like I could sing there. But anyways, to somebody, that's Bob Marley. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I mean? But no, but I think about like Burt Baccarat. You know, one of my favorite songs is Walk On By, the Isaac Hayes version. But some people would be like, well, Dionne Warwick did that song. But if you go back further, it's a Burt Baccarat song. He wrote it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but I guess, Simon, in a way, like if Walk On By keeps getting played, no one's eventually going to know it was a Burt Baccarat song. So in a way, the Bob Dylan argument kind of goes he's away there, right? He's an amazing songwriter, but he's already gone to the way of the Dodo Bird. I'm thinking about the fact that like there's Mozart, Bach... Like that, that they're still mentioned. That I mean, that was the only music. It wasn't like they did classical music while people were doing country. But rap. I bet back then there were thousands of composers. Oh, and and those, but those were the, those have they've stood the test of time somehow. I don't, I don't think so. like even the Rolling Stones. They're the biggest band ever, right? Yeah, and and still trucking. Like, listen, one day someone's gonna listen to "Give Me Shelter," and like you said, they're just gonna be too young. They're gonna be like, this sounds like an old timey show tune. 
but maybe not because the, uh, honestly, well, there'll, there'll be everything. You can't generalize. Listen, but like you said, bobbing your head. You know what I mean? You yeah. hear that song and you bob your head. Like you hear um, James Brown. It's a man's well, world. Well, I was gonna t- pick a Beatles song. Sure. Like pick the catchiest, fucking stupidest Beatles song. Play that fifty, a hundred years I from now. Look at all the lonely people. And I bet people bob their head to it. You know. And like you said, it's too bad we'll never know. I mean, you're right. Listen, there are some James Brown songs that I just can't see time tarnishing. Actually, we were talking like about the payback, like the the beginning of that song, the big payback. It's, I, but is I it James know. Brown or the guy playing the guitar? It's all of it, though. It's the ensemble. Like it's it's every piece of it. I know James Brown gets the credit, but you're right. The well, we were talking last night at uh, my sister's birthday party that like happy birthday, Shannon. Again, too in this episode, the like um, Led Zeppelin. Rolling Stones stole all their shit from Black Little Richie, or, or like multiple artists stole their shit. What does that even mean? They but heard they heard a lick. Yeah, like, that's, that sounds great. That's the way art works. Like but you yeah, see a painting yeah, you like, right. and you say, "I yeah. want to do something like okay. that." Then you end up doing it in your but own so, way, but, and you have that guy who invented that should have a legacy. <laughs> you don't know who it is. So uh, just the staying power, like it's it's like he said. You, you thought it was the Isaac Hay version, but it's actually this version. But you get the credit for it, but it's even them, Burt Baccarat, like Yeah, it was yeah, you'd never it, know it was a Burt Baccarat song, right? Well, thing? things have to be good, right? Like if you hear a song a hundred years from now, yeah. you have no idea who the artist is, but you're still bumping your head to it. The you know pattern I mean? has to be arranged. If right. you see a painting a hundred years from now and it's a good painting and it's gonna resonate with you. I mean, here's a weird one. I, I think was, that's what Jordan was trying to say to Joe. But here's a weird one. The like, difference in paint. Sort of. I was born in 1983. I listened to the original Lead Belly version of Where Did You Sleep Last Night? Last night. By Nirvana? I listened they to the, the original version is by a guy named Lead Belly. Yeah, yeah. And it came out in like the 20s or something. Like If you listen to it, it sounds like it was recorded in a barn. Bing, ding, ding, oh, it's a twangy it's, guitar. Yeah, and I'm just thinking about the time gap there. Like I, I still enjoyed listening to that song. Now, again, maybe I would only know that song because of Nirvana, but I don't know. It's a good... This is a, this is a super interesting topic in my And opinion. those guys are the real amazing thing. You know what I mean? What, the original guy? Oh, is there's Robert Johnson. There's a couple guys. There's some guy you probably don't even know that he got it and he got stabbed in the back and when he was 21 years old at some bar or whatever. But the the Led Zeppelins and the Rolling Stones get the credit for it. But these guys are actually the the forefathers of rock and roll, R and B, rap, modern music as we know it. So influential. What's really crazy is now that we're talking about music, what's also crazy to me is to think about how many incredible artists you will absolutely never, ever hear of and know about because the music industry just like, maybe they had to work or like, I think about Rodriguez. You know what I mean? Like, was just that this, the South African thing? Yeah. Like there could be the that group. was the guy they did the, um, sugar man. Yeah. yeah. Your favorite song ever could be out there and you'll never hear it. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's what I love the most about Spotify is like the amount of songs that I've discovered that are like 30, 40 years old where I'm like, how have I never fucking heard this? This song, this song is incredible. And it's by an artist I know. You know what I mean? Like, And it's weird as you're getting older, you're going backwards. Yeah, 100%. Whereas when you were in your prime, not prime, sorry, but when you were, say, your teens, 
You were looking for the, the oh, next the thing. Yeah. Thing. And now I'm like, what's the oldest shit I have? Like, dude, oh, Spotify, Button listening. Spotify told me that the album I listened to most this year was Bill Withers live at uh, Carnegie Hall in like 1970 or whatever. It's because you don't want to be mad at anybody. And this is the way we listen to music. And then in different parts of the world, people listen to music in totally different ways. What do yeah. you mean? Like I was watching that Midnight Asia show. Have you ever seen that on Netflix? No. I've seen the title. They just, they just show you nightlife of like Taiwan, oh, of like Bangkok. I'm never going to get to these places. So it was really cool. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Chalk to it see off how the list. it works. You, you and it just bucket list. like yeah. in Japan, they have this appreciate a way of appreciating things in a totally different way than we appreciate things. So, the same would be true with their music. But they still listen to music through a, a stereo, like a speaker. No? Yeah. Uh, yes. But the I'm just, taking you too literal and trying to understand. That was a pretty literal thing to say. Like everyone does karaoke, so we do music the same, right? Like, I'm thinking especially. No, I just mean, like, they have a thing over there called, uh, fuck. It, it's something to do with retro, where they're just really interested in... Kind of like hipsters, hipsters here, absolutely. I guess, but where they actually give a fuck, not just about wearing the clothes. Oh, they go you deep know what in I it, mean? Yeah. They actually care about the yeah, like they have a greaser the scene way in of Japan. doing things. It's almost like it's a religion. Uh, it was amazing. It was uh, just this guy opened a bar and just you, it, you were trying to create the absolute best experience for your customer. Is it to make money but or for passion, though? You know what I mean? It's both. Because obviously, if you make the best experience for your customer, you're going to make money. But where does that come from? Is it just greed or is it like... No, I think it's part of their like heritage. I don't... Sorry, I don't know how... You'll never be I there. You'll never it, know. But, uh... No, music is huge. And that's what Jordan Peterson brought him to tears. And it's hard... Like, Why was Jordan Peterson even talking about music? Because he was talking about his experience going to see those... It started off with him talking about seeing the punks moshing and he it got was talking about the antidote for the meaninglessness. So even people who hate fucking everything, love something together. Like, like music is a, a, a unifier all along the way. And just, it is what we just went off on it. Music is music. Well, art is a unifier. I would imagine. Or a divider. If you like some art and someone doesn't like it, but whether, but, but okay. Art as like an umbrella or are you talking about art? Like, uh, Painting. I mean, all art, but painting as one of those arts. Because you know? as the umbrella of art, I feel like there is nothing more impactful than music. Like, I get it. People line up in droves to see the Mona Lisa, to see a Monet, a Van Gogh, whatever. And no one is offended. Sure. I mean, maybe someone is. There's some, some, someone's offended at everything now, Kamar. But I just feel like, Simon, music is the thing that will bring 300,000 people to a field. And have them jumping in unison, and, and it's you know, the best thing. What else can you do? Like, if you're if you're if, if you're comfortable with crowds, you have money. What would you do? You'd go see someone. Yeah, go and to like, some concert or something. And Simon, the thing is too. Like, let's say you go to the Louvre and you see the Mona Lisa, and you're like, you know, you're awestruck by it. I just don't feel like it has the same emotional impact as like if you like when you see Queen do the fucking. Um, like, you know, when you see uh, Freddie Mercury do his little vocal warm up there and like a hundred thousand people are doing it with him. Like, dude, that sends tingles down your that's, spine. You know what that's I mean? That's a, that's a organic yeah, crowd control. Yeah. In there, yeah. Or even like I remember Green Day, for example, I think it's Green Day. They play uh, they play Bohemian Rhapsody before they go on, like just to warm the crowd up. And like seeing 50,000 people all singing that song is again, it's fucking electric. And then thrashing. 
They thrash their bodies against each other, and it's they're having so much fun. <laughs> Anyways, like you think music is more important than the written word? Yeah, I don't yeah, need to think, read. Think really carefully before you answer that question. I you am know thinking. What I, mean? I am thinking. All you know, the stories. He just. <laughs> well, I know, you know he just. Music. He just knee jerk reactions. All the stories could be songs. It could all be a song. And all the songs could be stories, and all the songs are stories. Simon, I'll put it to you this way. How about this? Um, so like Shakespeare was written word, but it it has a tough time um, withstanding the test of time, right? Because language changed so much. Whereas Mozart or Beethoven, because there's no lyrics, it's just like, it's just music. I don't know. I feel like it, certain music can truly withstand the test of time, if that makes any sense. Like who invented music? It must have been like um, China, but, right? But like, is a song more important than a book? Yes. It, is it? I, I don't can't know. read a book over and over to, again. I can listen to a song. If you're trying that's a weird, to get information out there to stand the test of time. A song. But hold on. We're talking about like, is that the point of art? To get information out there for I, I don't I think so I don't okay know. I don't know Matt I don't know what's no, no, the, this what's is a the good point art. art if you're just trying to make beauty like I don't know well I guess that would be my interpretation of art yeah you're trying to make someone feel a way the song is getting information out there it could just be very simplistic like a song that says I don't give a fuck and I don't care I guess the what Simon saying was you. you couldn't get math out there I guess by the, using a I song I guess the difference I guess you sure you I guess it is math. It is math. Fine. Music is math. I guess the difference is you have to be able to read, but you don't have to be able to listen. No, yeah, like everybody's listen. able to listen. Oh, to, that's good too. There's to no, tones. there is no, no prerequisite. A book will disappear. We have to be able to hear. I guess you have yeah. to be able to hear. One so, prerequisite. You have to be able to read. Oh, well, that's a pretty huge prerequisite, right? But again, if you can't see, you have no chance of reading. Oh, I guess you could think learn about Braille. the things they can take away from you, right? And then are you flip flopping? No, I am. I am I not on either are, side, Kamara. Oh, no, oh, I am simply playing out you fucking angles, and Simon. But wait, speaking then, of angles, but art, his legs uh, paint, paintings, Matt. <laughs> yeah, you don't need. You just need your eyes, right? Like yeah. you don't need. Yeah. There's no prerequisite yeah, yeah. to looking at art either. Yeah. Um, looking at yeah, you're right. Yeah. Fine art, we'll call it. But Simon, I guess I think about it like this too. If I'm locked in a cage, and I'm trying to keep my sanity. I'm just going to spend my day singing. Mm -hmm. I don't think Not that reading? I... Yeah, you're reading. Well, no, but you don't have you a book. You're locked in a your cage, day right? drawing. Like, like, no, no, no you're locked. You have nothing. You're just locked you just in a cage. Just on the floor. I guess, sure, yeah. So like the, and patterns. The simple, I, don't, I don't fucking oh, know. Maybe you're the right. simple yeah. troubadour, right? A guy, a girl, whatever, with a guitar. Yeah. Susan Santos, whoever. Their instrument... It's weird that you picked her, but okay. Their instrument is their voice. Mm -hmm. Maybe their foot and their guitar. Yeah, mm -hmm. your instrument would be uh, iPad and okay. a pencil. No, I'm like you also need you need the instrument to to do the music or whatever. Like yeah. you know what I mean. So I guess in person you could do it, but art, you could sing. That's the difference. Art, and again, you need a canvas. I'm with you. you. Can't make art in the air. I'm with you here. You need nothing but what you already have. There's no prerequisite to singing. Yeah, but art you need you need a rock wall and a stone. I mean, theoretically, see, Simon, I think that's, see, that's the difference. There's a prerequisite to painting. But again, I use, for some reason, the prisoner always comes up for me, but you brought, like, you just nailed it on the head. Like, if we're all sitting, let's say we're all sitting, freezing to death right now, the three of us, we're in a, we're in a situation we can't get out of. Yeah. 
a, a fourth guy appears out of nowhere. He sits down with us. He's also dying. He's got an angelic voice. He starts singing Camp Sam Cooke, A Change Gonna Come, yeah. and he nails it. But then I show up, and I tell you the best story you've ever heard. Yeah. Maybe that's better, Matt. But I don't know. If you're telling it spoke a word, that's singing. <laughs> no, slow, one is storytelling just, and one is... Oh, it's slow down. Then you're not, you have to do it with no, 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 the music. No, no, no. Then music is not the lyrics. Then music is the, the tones. Like, if you're going to separate it that way... The melody. No, because I agree with you, but I'm... I'm and then storytelling is the winner, hands wee, down. Wee, wee. No, Again. no music, just the story. Ow, ow. It's a more powerful way to what get are you? your message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, I know what he's doing. I just don't understand why he's doing it's it. music. And there you go, Matt. If that's music, then I'm, I'm standing with my, my argument my first, wins. My first... Uh, Yes, music. No, now that I'm thinking music about it, everything. storytelling is okay. the thing that matters. Yeah, I think music That's is everything. That's how well, I mean, all he, important things are passed down. Well, I agree with you there. That wasn't the question, though. That was not... Paul Revere is a story about a horse. No beer. Well, no, I, I'm saying if we're... What art is the most important, then I can think writing would be the most important. Which is interesting because Jordan... But it's not writing, it's storytelling because you don't need a piece of paper, Matt. If we were just all of us, all that was left yeah, was the three of us story, in a room. Yeah. You could rap for a while and Kamar could hum. But if I am the if I can tell stories, I'm, I'm going to be telling those stories all day long. Storytelling is closer to and the music. And then the fetus sucks is. on her tail. Yeah, yeah, you'll have to hear that at my pace. Storytelling Four close. times a day. Storytelling is closer to music than And fuck writing. you, by the way. Storytelling what? is closer to uh, music than it is a written word. Storytelling is closer to music than a written word. Can I just make him rules? No, no, I understand, I understand no, what he's saying. I understand what he's saying. No, I also understand what he's saying, but they're two different things. Like, No, you're saying there's three different things. You're saying there's music, spoken word, and uh, written, right? Well, I'm saying like music, if, if we're at its core, are, is sounds... Yes, that's no what music talking, is. Yeah. Okay. Right? Like oh, no, yeah, okay. no lyrics. No lyrics, okay. It's uh, instrumental. Then you have the lyrics, which are just poems that you're adding to the music. Mm -hmm. And then you have spoken word, I guess. But so wouldn't you say, but that, hold on, wouldn't that, wouldn't that trumpet then music? Because hold on, because music is the only thing that you can layer a potential you're other art upon. Yeah. yeah, again, you may be right. You may be right. I'll put it to you this way. It's, it's real tight. Right? Like the race is real tight. I mean, for me, yeah. if you said, Simon, for the rest of your life, yeah. you can either listen to somebody tell stories or listen to somebody sing. Like I'm picking stories all the time. No, no. How know? about this? That's not the choice. It's for the rest of your life, you have either music or books. I would take books a hundred percent. I take music. Here's the thing. Kamar. Uh, with the music. Hold on, Kamar. Well, I heard you. I'm, I'm, oh. <laughs> <laughs> With music, books, <laughs> and spoken word, or, or whatever. Why is spoken word in here? Know. He's throwing new ones in all you, the time. You said it. Sto no, but story, we just... Storytelling. Okay, fine. Go on. And the storytelling is the it, it's it's consciousness, and then it manifests itself as music or the, the written word. Oh, he's pulling a Jordan Peterson. I get yeah, it. listen, JP, when I think of spoken <laughs> word, I think of some beatnik asshole snapping his fingers. I don't think of like... But it's, it's the capturing the idea of how, why, we don't know. You know what I mean? And however you, you can do music or you can write it down. 
and then it's captured. But just an idea is just, it doesn't exist till it's applied onto whatever the instrument is. Okay, now will you answer the question? But writing it down Music. and telling that Thank story, you. the only difference is me putting it on paper, right? Like mm -hmm. it still exists without it being put well, on it that It doesn't paper. exist till it's yes, applied it to something. The same Agreed way a song exists. I'm doing a Reddit poll. I want to see what everyone thinks. Would you prefer books? If you had if you had to choose for the rest of your life, books or music? Well, hold on. I yeah. want to be told a story for the rest of my life, meaning books You're on tape. You're mudding the waters. That's fine. Yeah, okay. That's fine. No, like, he's not mudding the waters. I don't want to have to be doing the yeah, reading. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's the same shit. I don't, I'm not Stories gonna... or music? Okay, if Simon wants to call it stories. So. There you go. What else you got there? The only Simon? person you can blame and disparage is a white guy. Have we got to that point right now? You shit on white guys, but you shouldn't shit on anyone else. No, some fucking Indian guy cut me off the other day. Well, you, you, no, you could do whatever you want, but there's a, there's a sense that like, there's, we've got one whipping boy now. We've all been the whipping boy from that whipping boy for a long enough time. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. It doesn't balance out yeah. this way. What, what he's asking to like, is it hard for you? By the way, when I said Indian, <laughs> I meant like, uh, from India, not. Came off, a, came off Matt, harsh the other is way. Is it what? hard for you being white? You get indigestion from their privilege. Oh, because you're not white, right? Well, and I, you and Kamar isn't and white. Kamar is yeah, so I'm being the, the only white guy. Salam salaikum. He was kind of no. I gotta at say, me, I gotta say, to Kamar, uh, it's tough, man. The plight of the white man, it's real difficult. I feel your pain. No, it's a fucking. I don't know. Try getting a job on Saturday Night Live now. <laughs> They're gonna dig up my old Twitter past. He suggested they got in the, the gender stuff a bit, but not that much. But he said the term. And he was someone else had researched this and come up with this. Uh, it was called psychological contagion. Like an idea can catch on, but it doesn't mean it's a good idea. And I think everyone should be cognizant that that's out there. But like, I think everyone is. Nazis are brought up all I, the time to this day, 70, 80, 90 years later. And that was the same idea, wasn't it? That just a bad idea caught on. Are you mad is that, that I brought that, up Nazis? No, really I'm staring just, me down? I'm listening to the point you're trying but to make. But it's not, it's not the last bad idea, and there's been other bad ideas since. Yeah, but come on, we do this all the time. Darfur, we will not let this happen again, or never again, whatever the fuck it was. It's Darfur, shit. I don't even know what that Exactly, is. it happens all the time. And so, Atrocities, genocides, the Uyghur Muslims, like, what's the flavor of the month? Someone's getting fucked somehow somewhere. Somehow we've got to become more conscious that that's possible. I was telling Simon, by the way, well, we'll get into it when we get into Neil Young. And he, he post joke, and he group and he grouped into that the um, technology may have taken away people's silly play imaginary time because they're more technology and stuff. And before technology, people whatever dressed up as girls or whatever. He got convoluted because he was like started shaming on his son. Yeah, they were yeah. dressing him up like a girl. And I wanted like to be a girl, him. Joe. I wanted to be. Yeah, I wanted to break a dollhouse over his head, and, and I let it go because he's got to be able to play. But he just suggested that's why we may see a shift right now. Is people are not getting enough time to be imagination silly. I'm, I'm, I'm a turtle or whatever, walk around the house naked and not care. You just brought up a good point, Kamar. The problem with Jordan Peterson is the delivery. I almost did a good Jordan Peterson there by he, accident. He comes off real pedo-y sometimes, where he's like, you know. Boys need to play with girls. They need to, you need to play. Like, dude, you need, you need why don't you just use different language? And we can all get along. We can I, all get I, on board. I just here. think what makes him him makes him him. Yeah, I guess. You yeah. know what I mean? He knows the greatest chip designer in the world. A sort of quick name drop, and he and he said, "This guy has designed something that will dwarf the internet." 
and I think it's called uh, Web3. Have you heard that? No. That uh, Hear me now. See it later. Web3 is referring to like what the... Internet is the, supposed the, to the, be. Well, no, the, the blockchain is. Mm. Like that, it, it exists and you're just not on it. But all the metaphors is everything. All the NFTs is all on a blockchain. But that is a... It's bigger than the internet. And then it's called Web3 now. Like all the metaverses are in there. Like it's, it's hard to grasp. But it, it's on, but it's, it's the blockchain on the internet is like an inner verse and it's going to be bigger than the internet was apparently mark your words. Web three. Listen for it. Um, why have you invested in web three? No, no web three is just what you call it instead of calling the internet. Gotcha. You could call, you it's know, gotta be a way to invest in it. the blockchain. Is it web cubed? Yeah, it's Bitcoin. It's fucking Ethereum. That's how you invest in the web. Hey, is it web cubed? Or is it Web3? I don't know if Ooh, I've ever seen it written. Simon. I've only heard it mentioned by guys. Like the Web3 space in this. Web2, that would be. Well, it's pissing me off that Metaverse is becoming like Kleenex. Like you haven't done shit and you've already no, coined no. the term that people are using to describe no, they stole this the place. Term. They stole the term. Like <laughs> Metaverse was around before. Shit has been done. Like, like the, all that Snoop world. Like Snoop bought... That's all on a blockchain. Like, it's 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 building here. Like, you, I don't think you'll ever get involved in it. No, because you I don't. Because a, you don't want to. But it's going to be. You're wrong. He already is involved in it. He hasn't. He has a Top Shots account with cards in there. Yeah. Well, no, that's like leaning against the side of it. Doesn't matter. It's not. He's not dipped his it. toe that's in. Like leaning against the side. He of dipped it. his toe in. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, but it, that's it. Like, well, that's how it starts. Anyways, listen, Web3. Web Kamar, if one of those cards tomorrow shoots up to $700 in value, Simon is all of a sudden very interested in NFL and NBA top shots. Yeah, but then he'll buy the wrong one or whatever. That's probably yeah, also I'll true. I'll always do he'll, the wrong thing. He'll There's Simon no it. Don't worry about that. I will Simon it. Kamar, you know me so well. Is it so funny when Joe goes, you know who's funny? Sam Harris. Like, oh, dude, it was so that was such a weird, awkward moment. Yeah. First of all, him and Joe are in like some beef, right? Or are now. they? Or is this all contrived? Are they acting and being heels like professional wrestling? Who knows? Or maybe they really do. But no, yeah. I think. Hold on, I think Sam Harris is is still Joe. Like, I think he still looks at Joe as someone he can talk to and get along with. He just doesn't see eye to eye with him at all on this whole COVID stance. I'm not disagreeing with you. I don't know. I don't know I either. Don't know. I'm just, that's my guess. I thought Joe was going to mention it when he brought up Sam Harris. Cause that would have been like the guy who would have said, Oh, yeah. by the way, Joe, like now Sam's really Peterson. poking fun at your fucking thing. It was, it was out of left field as they say. Yeah. The no, that was world. not a good Jordan Peterson at all. I mean, for him to say oh, Sam Harris, one. Sam Harris should be a stand up comedian. I was like, Oh yeah, I, I don't see it, but you, you know better than I do. Um, children learn to speak from hearing adults speak. If you, if everyone around a kid baby talks, it would talk like a baby forever. But it's it hears you when you don't know, and that's how it learns to speak. No, but he was even saying when you speak to a kid, you give it just enough where it gets it, but not the full. Like you don't talk down enough where it fully gets you. You give it, and that's just innate in you to do that. Yeah. To help this child yeah. along. That's weird. But you don't have the tools to teach someone how to talk. Like you, we're not a, like I, the hammer and nails. I, someone could be a specialist maybe, but you, 
Well, TV plays a big part in it now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, that was a good point, too, when he was like, they said TV will rot your brain, but he's like, if you have nothing else, TV's the fucking, you can learn a shitload from TV. That was an interesting point by uh, the big TV group. I always said that, though. I was always like, I don't know that TV is the worst thing for you. I think it depends on what you ingest. Like, if all you're watching is my 600-pound life, then... Even then, you might turn into a health nut. Maybe, you yeah. Do that. Maybe, yeah. It, it's information. Um, talked about telegraphing jokes. They were talking about, like, I, I've told jokes, and you can see in people's faces... They're like, know I know where this is say, going. Yeah. And you're like, this isn't working the well, way I wanted to. When he talks about giving his speeches... And like, I, I never take notes. I just go up there and I play off the crowd and I see what land. It's fucking infuriating, man. Who says that? Jordan Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carl Jung suggests we are always dreaming. But just when you open your eyes, like there's enough function going on in the brain. That it just It's blocked from you observing it. That's very interesting. Like, like we're always asleep. No, he's saying we, that. There's always dreams going on in the background. Like when you're asleep, you witness the dreams. You're kind of you feel them, but because you're awake. Well, that's interesting. Because it was because it was related to the sensory deprivation tank. Was Joe used to talk about every single episode that? Yeah, I he smash. never talks about. Never it. I don't think he. I don't it. think he has one at the new studio. Right, well, sauna, how, sauna, how? and ice bath has just taken over from the uh, sensory. Deprivation I'd like to know, but it used to be mentioned every single episode that and coconut water. But I think he was trying to sell the coconut water. I'm going way back. But so you're saying it's like you've left the TV on. And it's just running all the time in the background. I'm not saying that. Carl Young is suggesting that's how the brain works. Interesting. And then they got caught up on what successful is, which was very interesting because Joe was like saying, "Well, there's successful tyrants." It's like, and he was like, "But it, you're all your people suffer. Like, what is your legacy?" <clears throat> well, I guess it's a context thing, right? What's he, successful to you is successful. He's about to spread them. Well, what do you? Well, what do you think, Simon? Is it better to be? Is it better to be a, a servant in heaven or a ruler in hell? A servant in heaven or a ruler in hell? Well, it depends on what hell's like. Mm-hmm. I guess it does, doesn't it? I don't think we have a healthy grasp shared on... um, vision. Oh, so me. unprofessional. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I don't. I don't think we have a. Uh, oh my god! I forgot what I was going to say. That's so important. What? Are you doing a yoga stretch? <laughs> what in the fuck is happening I can't right get now? Get my point across because he's about to. <laughs> I know, dude. His, Pull his balls he, out. Literally, like this guy is. I'm sore. Whoa, yeah, that was even more unprofessional. Oh, I don't think we have a, a good world consciousness uh, definition of what a successful mean. Like you just being good to everyone you know your whole life is being well, successful to me. Money. That's the. The best definition we have of success right now, I would imagine. I disagree. But what you do with that money? I, well, I mean, money's part of the equation. I think if you have, I think if you have found happiness and balance in your life, I think that is it. And that doesn't mean like it. I don't know. You know how you see guys that are like, yeah, I work 60 hour weeks doing drywall, but I have five kids. I love them. They, and they genuinely seem happy as shit. Like it doesn't bother them at all. Like, there's parts of me that that's like that guy actually has it made more than the guy on the yacht. I don't know why. I just maybe I'm wrong. No, I, who knows? But it, it's not. It's not making all the money being sad and alone. Well, no, but Joe says it all the time. Like 
you know, when he first got uh, whatever show and he didn't have to worry about paying his rent anymore. I agree, yeah. It's a heck of a lot easier yeah. to be happy when for you sure. don't have to okay, worry yeah, okay. about like making ends meet. I got one for you. Was Bernie Madoff successful? Well, he was really successful at scamming all those people. No, he wasn't because he got caught, but... But if he died two weeks after, I feel like it kind of was Robert Durst. But that's what Joe was saying. It's like, what's your definition of success? He was very, was Hitler successful? I mean, for a while. He he would have been and we'd all be speaking German. I got a good one for you. But he also killed six million Jews and he hated Jews. So he was pretty successful at killing Jews. I have a good one for you guys. Is Jordan Belfort successful? The Wolf of Wall Street? Yes. Except he's in jail. No, he's out. And he's he has out. a podcast and he, he interviews and stuff. So that's my question is like, is he successful? To, to do what he did, get punished, I agree. go to jail. I think so. Is Bill Gates successful, Kamar? And does, or does success make you a good person? No. No, definitely no. not. Uh-huh. So that's what it is. So being a good person is what's important. I don't, I think they're two different things. Of course, yes, and that's what you learn in the Bible. Be a good person. That's the, the bottom line of the, the thing, the first book. The we, problem, though, with that is I feel like there are people that are great people, but they are miserable because the world doesn't reciprocate. Does that make... Because they didn't make enough money. It doesn't necessarily have to be money. It could be like you're just, you're just the happy-go-lucky guy, but you live in a shitty neighborhood in New York and everyone's crusty and grumpy. And I don't know, you know, like... That think, has to exist, right? If, yeah, you write oh, yeah, a, if you write a hit song, you're successful. Kamar, I'm trying so hard not to say, do you know what I mean this episode? Oh, me. Oh, <laughs> I say stop, that all stop. the time. It's crazy. Did you see the, you didn't see the, the no, oh my God, it. dude. You guys are so gay. You know what I mean? Like, you like, G dash Y. He didn't even see it. Have I, I said didn't it see it. I, I just, wasn't even thinking about it. I, can't <laughs> I know, I know I say it too oh, much. Someone. It's not too much. He, he was saying you guys aren't doing it enough. Just for listeners. That's how I read it. Just for listeners. Patreons. Patreons. A patron wrote in and was like, you guys say, do you know what I mean? A lot. And he was like, just for context, I went back and listened to the last three episodes and I did a count. Kamar is bang 26 an episode, Kamar. Do you know what I mean? I don't even I don't <laughs> even I don't know. Think, I don't, don't want to you know, know what, what I mean. I don't no, you were know. in second. You averaged probably like 16, 17 an episode. Wow. I thought my problem was saying it's interesting because I said every <laughs> single point. <laughs> oh my God. You know when you lead in oh, with fuck. a point? Yeah, baby. Yeah. I used to always try and do it differently each time. What does that mean, do it differently? Um, yes. It was, it was really interesting when he said... And then, oh, so yeah, the next yeah. time I would try, yes, I wouldn't. Yes, 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 wasn't yes, it a great yes, point when yes, he, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, I'm yes, with you. Yes. I really liked when he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's difficult, man. Talking a lot is difficult. Um, the you Hobbit. know what I mean? <laughs> That's one each. Ding, ding. <laughs> the Hobbit is a big story. That's a remake of the Bible. Did you know that? Well, he didn't say it's a remake of no, the Bible. he said he was inspired by him. It's the retelling of the Bible. Like, yeah, but hold on. We're, okay. Condensed. And Jordan, as it keeps going, it gets condensed. Stop. Jordan Peterson said that J.R. Tolkien was a huge C.S. Lewis fan and that C.S. Lewis was a big-time Christian. Huge Christian. Yeah. And the but whole... Now you're na- saying The 100%. whole Narnia series is littered with... I'm sure it is, ...religious yeah. connotations. He also wrote the Screwtape Letters, which was like a... Screwtape! ...dialogue between him and, like, the devil or something. I don't know. Come on, Pulp Fiction has biblical references okay. throughout it. but... Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it, it, it's a story that we always go back to. The point... Have you guys seen The Hobbit? No. Lies. 
I didn't see The Hobbit. I watched The Lord of the Rings. I, I would want to avoid playing that game. Have you seen The Gentleman? Yes. Oh well, I don't know. What do you want from me? Who's in The Gentleman? It's, uh, it's Guy Ritchie's McConaughey. Movie. Oh, yeah. No, I did see it. Yes. Okay, boom. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From that and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year. And the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E movie game. Come on, take it away, baby. It's the movie game. This week is a weird one because this is very, uh, in the last 10 years, The Gentleman. See, all you had to do was tell me who was in the movie Written, and I've seen it. No by, point produced in getting by pissed. Elijah Wood was in The Hobbit. Guy yeah. Ritchie. Oh, you did see it. No, I know. Elijah Wood was in Lord of the Rings. Just before, this is the first time ever, guess how much it cost to make The Hobbit. Uh, $226 million. To make it? I don't know. I'm just throwing it. $700 million. Seven hundred million. That's the best one. So you thought I was way, yeah. way highballing it. There's a Lord of the Rings series coming out, eh? On Prime. I, I, I don't like it. Kamar, how much did you it make? You don't then? like it? Like one point. It's the most expensive. The Hobbit <clears throat> made one point two. It's billion? the most expensive television show ever made. Wow. Yeah, they're really fucking. They're like going hammer time. Well, Amazon has that money. A lot of a lot of uh, that spaceship money. Yeah, they got that. A bro. lot of TV shows, I'm like, this is very expensive to me. Simon, you have a year written down yet? Or are you just, oh, are you yeah. just fucking in Rancho Relaxo over there? Yep. Sorry. A year. This is The Gentleman? Yeah, The Gentleman. This just happened. $2.9 billion Hobbit made. Okay. One um, movie? Peter Jackson. Doesn't fuck around, man. $2.1 billion? $2.9 billion. $3 billion. But it cost $700 well, million. Well, neither of us would have guessed that. <laughs> I was going to say... Thank God we didn't do that movie because that would have just been a total waste of time. I would want to do it so bad when I saw that because I felt no way they'll even. You'll say it, what it made four hundred twenty million dollars. Well, yeah, cost one hundred and fifty dollars a million. No, I mean think about it. I probably would have gone five hundred because I said it cost two twenty six. I might, but you're right. I never go higher than five hundred million. No fucking way. Now you know it's out there with certain directors like wow. a James Cameron. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. The stars, Peter Jackson, uh, maybe even a. Uh, J.J. Abrams is probably pushing the envelope these days. Wow. This week we're doing the movie game. That was so Ready. fun, that little movie game. 2018. 2020. Release date. 2019. As usual. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> but you can, a, you know. Yeah, you can dial guess, it in for it's sure. Be right in the middle. Yeah. Actually, you know what? <clears throat> this is the first time I'm ever doing it. It says release date December 3rd, 2019. Oh, here we go. Simon's going to get it. Curzon Mayfair Cinema. So it was just debuted once. In the United Kingdom, it was released in 2020 and the United States 2020. All right, Simon gets it. Nice, nice work, Simon. Nice. Thank you, Camille. Nice right, I appreciate nice the asterisks. Nice That's you. No asterisks. You win that. That's you. Okay, how much did this Guy Ritchie movie cost? Guy Ritchie. And what did it make? Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunman, uh, Harry Golding, Michelle Dockery, Jeremy Strong, Eddie Wershon, Colin Farrell, and Hugh Grant. I'm ready. You're ready with both? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Give me a sec here. 
I think. He's in the zone. Which oh, yeah, I picked We the love it when we see them in the zone and they're just on the edge of chaos and order and it's so beautiful. Frankly, doing such a recent movie is hard because what do movies cost and make these days if they're not Marvel? Well, and it came out in 2020, which is just a god-awful time for movies to come out. So what did it make? Like, Oh, yeah, right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, you didn't play that into I your numbers, did you? didn't play that into my numbers. All right, I'm ready. I'm sorry okay. I took so long. I think long. this is where I'm going to go. I said it cost 48.7 to make and it made 75. I said it cost 29 to make and it made 110. This is very interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Guy Ritchie knows how to stretch a dollar. It cost $22 million <laughs> oh, to make. Close there. Did you hit that, Simon? What'd you 29. say? 29. Wow, nice work. Box office, 115.2 million. Nice work. Nice work so my original was 120. Nice and oh. I took 10 off because Maddie made a statement. Either way, I would have been close. I, that's the closest you'll ever be, I think. I think that's a win for Simon. That's an asterisk I think that's win. A win. Congratulations, asterisk. sir. That has a huge asterisk Sta- beside Sit it. down, sit down. You have to dance around the studio. I got to get Tyler to record like a winner song. There was no dancing. It's the J-R-E-E winner song. Well, he can take his time because it's never going to happen. <laughs> that's the movie game. Thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah. Recreational Outrage. Sort of get, um, dipping their toes in the left and against the critical social justice movement, but not too much. You okay over there? Stalin thought everyone was a liar because everyone lied to him because everyone was afraid of him. Yeah, I know. So, like, your perception of people is. You're perpetuating your own truths. How you treat people. Yeah. So, and again, is truth important? Like, that was a. A negative truth, but he still wielded so much power. I don't, I don't, I don't not like, I don't dislike Jordan Peterson. I thought you were gonna say Stalin. <laughs> I have no interest interest in listening to Jordan Peterson. Nor do I. I'm amazed that he's so popular. Nor like, do I. I'm dumbfounded by that. Um, but do you disagree? He's with not like a right wing psychopath. That's that's crazy. Yeah. I think he's a. I think he's. But a I don't. Conservative. I don't like him at all. You think he's wrong? I don't necessarily think he's wrong. Most of the time, I don't even understand what the fuck he's talking about, and that just makes me stupid. I get it, but he's not very clear you in he, a lot of things think, he's saying. Do you think he's spreading dangerous misinformation? I mean, again, don't understand what he's saying half the time. But no, Kamar. No, I don't think so. I think. Um, no, it's not dangerous. That's crazy. If you're, no. if you want to believe what he's saying, it's because you want to believe what he's saying. He's not out there like he cries when he talks about music. I, I, he, I, he really believes himself and is authentic. You know what I mean? Whether it's palatable or he can listen for four fucking hours while he's in a fucking tuxedo, I don't know. But I, I don't dislike him. Uh, the price of being a prick on the internet is zero. You know, we talk about that. Like you can't just, I can't go up and tell you, Matt, you fucking suck. I still don't. Well, I, I, can, I still don't understand the benzo thing, though. So he, uh, he was just taking normal Xanax doses of whatever this medicine was. Sleeping pill. So if you take everybody who takes that medicine, ends up where he is. Uh, I think if you get hooked, no, I think he started like I think he was abusing. Was them. he abusing them? That was the part I didn't understand. Because like, again, he was saying he could not sleep at all. So I imagine and he also said he's still on something and was not. Yeah, was not talk about it, and that's fine. He didn't say not at liberty. He said I, I'm not gonna talk about. I ad lib that. Yeah, ad liberty, ad lib. Hey, hey yo. Yeah, uh, is and that's that what fine. that means? I don't know, man. 
At liberty, ad lib. Ad lib is like to uh, improvise. I'm sure it's so you Latin took, for something. You took a liberty. I took a liberty. You took a liberty with doing the lines. Like a is this that where that comes from? I don't know. We can look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Someone out there, fifth Jamie. Um, and then there was the most controversial part of the week when they there discussed was the controversial. There we go. Part of the week, um, when Jordan Peterson was talking to someone who called him an angry white man. And then he said, um, well, actually, I'm more uh, tan, but he's actually pink. But then they said, yeah, what colors? Pink. And Joe said, like, no one's black unless you're naked and Africa getting a bunch of sun, which I understood what he meant. You know what I mean? If you were out and just skivvies or naked, your whole body would be the darkest possibly it could be. And every iteration after that ad clothing should be maybe a little less tanned to get to a place where you have to wear clothes all the time and get whiter people. And we're all the same inside. We agree on that. But that got like a real uh, big pushback on CNN. And uh, they, they did not have the right to have that conversation. Oh, that's what CNN was saying? CNN, Trevor Noah is, is, is over. Is ad lib at liberty? No. It's uh, Latin from yeah. ad libtium, which means in accordance with one's wishes. So it kind of is, though. I mean, we could stretch it. Your wishes would be your freedom. When you heard them having that discussion, if you remember it. Mm hmm. Did you like, oh, snap, he's put their foot in it now. What discussion? No, but I knew when I saw Jordan Peterson, I was like, well, there's going to be some sort of controversy here. No, for sure. What I'm asking you specifically is yes, that Yes, I know moment, what you're saying. And did I'm, you no. hear him talking about What moment? They were saying, it's weird to call people white, black, like you're pink, you're red, you're whatever, you know what I mean? And that really, um, that made CNN news. Um, Trevor Noah was talking about it. That, what, what did he say exactly? That there's no color? Well, he said, unless you're like really black, like naked in Africa, black, there's all different colors. No, no one no one is black. Like, you should be tan, brown, or whatever. Uh-huh. So he's that's what he's in trouble for. Versus you have a guy say that Google is ruining the world for two hours straight, and it doesn't get a peep somewhere. He, just whatever the incendiary remark was, that was it. You obviously don't even remember hearing it. I mean, I remember hearing it now, but I just... But did you think, oh, shit, they're going to get in trouble now? No, I didn't. Exactly. No. It's always out of context. Then they talked about the meat diet, and I think he was honorable there when he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Well, he's just like, I'm not a nutritionist. Yeah, I can only give you anecdotal my own. I'm not going to tell you what I do. I'm not an expert. It helps to help other people. Although at the same time, then he was like, well, my daughter, Mikhail, is not like an expert, but she's an expert. I mean, she's done all the research. And she was, because he was like, uh, so is she taking any vitamin? No, nothing. No, just meat. No, like, but, no but he, is she drinking water? I'm not positive. It might just be meat juice. No, he, there's it points where he's very uncomfortable in talking about what he's doing. And then one thing they do, do you hear the term inflammation? Yeah. That feels vague though, right? He had inflammation as gums, gum disease, or you have inflammation in your back, like. Inflammation should be treated or spoken about like cancer or heart disease or something. It seems like... Well, apparently inflammation really is like everything. It's the enemy. In your body. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you're like, if you have a runny nose, it's because you have inflamed nasal passages or whatever. So It doesn't. I'm making that up, but I'm just... No, no, it sounded legit, That's why CBD apparently is so good for you because you have this endocannabinoid system, which is uh, like a... system that comprises a bunch of things and you take the CBD to boost that system. And that system helps. One of the things it helps with is inflammation in your body. Preach. 
Uh, hopefully, but Pre- but so does freezing. You know what I mean? Like apparently not. Apparently, freezing isn't what you're supposed to do. No, but if you have swelling, inflammation, you know that's what swelling is. Like yeah. if you hit yourself, you, yeah, it, it gets inflamed. If you put ice on it, it will go down. That might not necessarily be the best thing to do for it. I think it's supposed to keep it mobile, but that's a it's not like a band aid approach to inflammation. Well, maybe it's just happening because it's a time thing too. Like you ice your arm for a certain amount of time. So, in any event, all I was saying, I, I don't know why. I, I don't want to say you know what I mean, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to say yes or no to you. <laughs> no, I'm not, just trying to poke the holes in your medicine theory. I just think inflammation should be mentioned in the same breath as heart disease, cancer, all that inflammation. Like It's just not part of the narrative that they roll with. Well, if I had a job company that's preventing inflammation, it'd be on the top of the list. Um then this thing almost, no one really enjoyed this, right? Hold on a second. There are probably a million drugs out there that prevent inflammation. Of course, but they're not. And, and they're but sit- you got to get rectal bleeding to get it. No, sitting, isn't ibuprofen an anti-inflammatory? Yeah. Just sitting around a table saying, how can we <clears throat> create a sub-inflammation, inflammation, and a new drug? Um, so no one really liked he this He just part. Jordan Peterson me again. A sub-inflammation, inflammation? A made-up symptom? So that they could sell a new drug mm-hmm. or a drug to counteract the drug they're taking. We know they're horrible people. Now, no one really enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> it maybe went on too long, but it could have gotten so bad because there was a point where Jordan talked about how he uh, is writing music. Oh, my God. And sings. When Joe was like, we have to hear some of that, I was that, like, I was, I like, was like, awesome. I want to hear what. It's no, so funny. No, no. Yeah, no, it's so funny you say that because I was like, you know what? This is the one, one time. This is the one single time. He didn't time. bring a guitar to play. I want to know what the fuck he, he kept saying. I'm a musician. I'm a, I want to know what his music was. I bet you it's dark, man. I bet you it's dark, man. Because I could go on Joe Rogan and say I have music too. No. Unless unless you are writing a complete banger, we know there's nothing complete more banger. awkward than two people, one person playing their song, yeah, and the other person sitting there silent You're right. and doing some you fucking are, contrived laugh or going wow, and they go, hee hee, yeah, I know. I, I mean, if you're Snoop, you just sing along to your that's, own song. That's, that's, Snoop that's is, different. <laughs> Snoop is the only one who's done it. Um, yeah, no, I hear you, Kamar. I'm sorry. I was just trying to be... Unless you've written a banger. Can we move on? We're done, right? You don't have much more, can you? What do you got? What do you You're got? not much more, right? Okay, if I ask you, what do you think the message of the Bible is? What do you think it is? I don't know. I Be don't a care. good person. You don't care? I think it's face your fears. You've read the Bible? No, that's what he said. Oh. I just repeated it. <laughs> but again, are we talking about the Old Testament or the King James Bible? Because I think they tell two vastly different stories. Yeah, it's true. It's a through line. Just face your fears, and that that's the only way you can handle fear. Okay. It's true, because, I mean, it, yes, you're, you're, he's probably right. It probably is face your fears. And it goes back to, like, the uh, Odyssey or the, uh, what, the Iliad. Yeah, exactly, Homer. Where it's just, you know, man against nature, and sometimes man needs to be convinced to go against nature, and that's where God comes in. If you face your fears, that's the... the, the Best chance you have of living a fulfilling life. So maybe God is just your conscience. Well, or oh, he said God is a, uh, a a union or a meeting point of everything that's good. An easy way to think that, or what we strive to be. Wouldn't yeah. it make sense that everybody would have like a little God inside of them? Yeah. And that God would, you know. I found the Bible talk made this like an insufferable episode. Hey, man, had he sung 
all bets are off. There that's, is that's a, that's interesting. There, your conscience is like a tiny little god, little god inside you, little G, the little G. There's a crazy lack of cooperation on this planet between humans. Yes, yes, like and that like inflammation is the biggest problem. Like if if we solve why we can't cooperate, then. <laughs> You know what I mean? You just used inflammation as a problem the world is going through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like how you pulled that back around. And uh, that's a callback, folks. They really got weirded out on the school shooting at Columbine. So, so they did it because they're mean. No. So they so, did it because they, they didn't know. No. Yeah, that I was like, oh my god, it, it, it didn't make sense to me. What? You don't remember they had a Columbine talk where they just they you were saying they are because of antidepressants. Oh right, it uh, happened uh, yeah, because yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Present. Well, Joe wants to make that a fact. And Jordan Peterson wasn't admitting that that was well, a fact. They had their cute little disagreements, but he explained that... They're cute little disagreements. People who are depressed and stuff uh, beat themselves up, but then beat themselves up for beating themselves up for beating themselves up and, and spiral real quick. And, um, an antidepressant, he says, mitigates that. So they're not so hard on themselves and they can function sort of. I don't know. I, that that's a clear. If you tell me what does the drug do, this is what it does, and you, I mean, you can't tell me how it does it in the bloodstream, or whatever. But. It's it, the best way to describe it. Like he's saying is, um, you know, when you start thinking about something, and this goes to this, and this goes to that, and that leads to this, and this Pepe? leads to that. It stops it here before those things lead to anything. Mm -hmm. It's just like a wall, hundred percent. So I think he knows what he's talking about. It's I just, don't know if that's it's, true. It's hard just, to listen. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Rate it. Uh, I'll give it a generous two and a half. There was too much Bible. I mean, again, there was some interesting stuff brought up. It, it brought out a good conversation from us, I think. I love talking music. Could do that forever. Um, I found him so annoying. Yeah, he is. But again, I think two and a half is a justifiable. It's been so long and he came back from the dead. Don't fucking dead eye me. Like no, that, I'm watching the no. Cincinnati. They got a score here. Um, he came back from the dead. I, I I still give it a two. It was just too long. And had he sung, long. zero. No, had he sung, it goes up to a four for me. I can imagine <laughs> that music is dark. I'm so glad they got sidetracked. I was like, no, no, don't do it, Jordan. He, How about this, real quick? What genre? Was Simon rate it first? I give it a one and a half. What genre of music do we believe it was? Spoken word. Oh my no. god! No, I think it's something like uh, Blue Rodeo. Oh, I was thinking like sh like forties show tunes. Like no, he's like, I think he's somebody's like Michigan playing J the guitar and he's just kind of talking. Okay. I, th I think it's like country rock though, like Blue Rodeo. I think that. Even, well, we have to find out. Yeah, we really yeah, do. We I think I'm gonna have to get to the bottom. Of piss this. my pants. Well, I'm I'm glad you. No, died. literally, I'm gonna piss. That's my fine. Pants. We rated it. We're gonna take a break. We have no bills to pay. We're gonna come back and talk about fish. All right, we're back. Thank you to, I don't know, on it. I'm sure there'll be a link in the description. And and the fans and the haters. Yeah, thanks to the Patreons. We do it for you. The show's alive because Why, of you all. Are you, we purposely ignoring um, the Spotify thing? No, no. No, we'll talk about it in the post show, I just think. I know. It's weird to just only talk about it. In I the agree. Post okay. Show. We'll it's talk a about huge it. Piece we'll talk of about news. it after this. How about that? After the swordfish lady. Okay. Or are we gonna okay? talk about it right now? Can I also say this? Instead we of the sword. Can I also I say this? We shat all over Quebec, and then we lost uh, a patron named Martin Clément. So we're sorry, I Martin. I said I love Quebec. I love Quebec too. 
Um, I wasn't shitting I we on Quebecers. I was shitting on your government. Yeah, the government sucks. Your government, yeah, your sucks. government sucks. I mean, I you should you think so too. You can't do yeah. the other freedoms that everybody's so keen on that we can do in Ontario. Listen, the sign laws alone. That's all I'm going to say. The I weed love, laws alone. I the love signs. You guys. I love you guys. All right, let's get into it. Name and a number. When a podcast starts out with videos, you know they have nothing to talk about. 1770, Valentine Thomas. And this podcast started out with the uh, Joe just discovered the Chuck Convoy, which you've already discussed. I can't believe Joe made fun of her accent. Yeah, you have to understand she has an accent and deal with it or not have her on. Yeah, like... But to, all through the episode, like, it feels... I Sometimes I don't like how Joe talks to women. Well, it, Like, it feels flirtatious. Sorry. The weird thing to me is it's like, dude, you, you've had French Canadians on before. Like, you're this isn't a new accent to you, so... She sounded like uh, George St. Pierre with a vagina, and he wasn't making fun of George St. Pierre. Like, he, he made the same the same gaffes, not gaffes or whatever. Yeah, when she said doze, words, yeah, he was like, whatever. oh, doze, and she didn't get it. She was, or she was just, like, playing nice. No, but no, she didn't get it. I didn't think she got it either. <laughs> I think we may uh, take for granted that it's, we're around it. Well, I was going to, okay, that's a great point, Kamar. We are, I'd say 40% of the people in this city sound like her, 30%. Half the people you're, you're going heavy on women's lib to try and make up for the fact that you went to that Nazi. The rally. fact that you're <laughs> she would have been there. <laughs> we unfortunately found that, Is that out. what's happening here. Unfortunately, found that out at the end, but she would have been there. Um, lawyer to Spear Fisher, it's definitely an interesting maneuver. We've had, we've already. Yes. This was a hunting episode. No, we've done her, though. We've done we? her. Yeah. So she, we've already told oh, her origin story. Yeah. Because my the glaring thing for me, then I have no idea why this happened. Uh, oh, I do know why. She was promoting something. What? Breath, breathing exercises for stress and anxiety. Really? I didn't Cause ever she, hear Because she was bullied as a girl. But it sounds like her mom bullies her, too. Like, she's just surrounded by bullying. And I go back to, like, we say bullying's bad. And on surface, I think that is. But was the bullying what made you this amazing person that was able to become a lawyer and then a spearfisher? I don't know. Like chicken and egg? Does that mean that we should torture every child and hope that they will become better Have as an adult? some sort of adversity? I mean, that's kind of I weird. you should let natural selection run its course. Yeah. I just, no, as someone, I mean, I just mean as someone who wasn't great to a lot of people growing up, uh, I don't know. It's one bullied, of my biggest regrets. You bullied, you bullied a lot of people? You did too, you piece of I shit. I did but, not. For but, sure. You, the, with the group you hung out I with, you were at least a, like a party to it, standing around watching. I think, no, I don't. You're what, a liar. It, You're a as, fucking liar. What if the people you bullied are now successful and owe part of their success to you? I still feel terrible about it. That's One good. way or the other, that's, it doesn't that, matter. That, that, that's your You truth. were out there bullying people? Throwing his weight around? Not like I wasn't a big <laughs> dude, but like verbally, yeah, for sure. I was a terrible kid. Because you guys got bullied. What do you mean? Everyone bullies. And then you, you have the best stories you bully about the you and our friend yeah, having to like dodge the local bullies. Did you like, learn how to yeah, bully? But stories that can be made into movies, Matt. <laughs> those stories are so good, yeah. So I don't have those stories. I wasn't bullied in that but way. I mean, I was bullied, but, but not in that way. Yeah, but know? the weird thing for me is like I was a party to being bullied. You know what I mean? Like it was never like they would take all his stuff and take none of mine. I mean, again, one of them was sleeping with my cousin, so that helped a lot. But Oh, there's a lot going on here. Anyways. 
Anyways, I don't know if bullying's a bad thing or it's 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 just it's who are you bullying? Nature. Just you don't have to people in my grades. Just, just people in my grade. You were just being mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Made a lot of people okay. cry for sure. The bully you made a lot of people cry. Yeah, yeah. the bullied becomes yeah. the bully. Yeah, and yeah, did you? That's exactly what happened. You, Matt was you were picked on, and then got he got picked on to pick on other people. On I think on it was more on. of like a defense mechanism. Like because I was so small, I was like I have to have a Napoleon complex. Well, it's just more like I got to be on the offensive here. As so you finally to, admit you are small. You're small. Simon, I'm as tall or taller than you right now at my age. So in grade nine, like, listen, if you pulled out the the yearbook where I'm in grade nine, you would be like, that is a child in grade six. Like, without a doubt. I looked fucking, I look like I should not have been there. A defenseless lamb. Like, I could still get on the bus for a dollar in grade nine, which meant that I could go, like, I, I could front like I was 12. You're just shaking your head, yeah. I'm, I'm listening. What do you want? Do me you to know say? what I mean? I no, I don't. <laughs> Idiot. Go ahead, Kamar. Spearfish. I thought me. you were being serious. I, I cannot open the internet without hearing someone, <laughs> or, you know, social media platform post a meme or something about how stupid Joe Rogan is. Yeah. And if you limit all the podcasts, but just this one, and we're like, you would think he was a fucking meathead. Like, why are seals? Why do they make such good boots? Like oh, they're super waterproof, super insulated. Like when you, when you have nothing to talk about, you have to like draw out every topic. It know? seemed like he was acting dumb. Yeah, he was. He was like, "What's the opposite of mansplaining? When you let a woman explain to you because you think they're so stupid, it's pussy explaining. It's because you're trying to get in. There. I don't know what that is. It's, it's a thing. It's I'm man sure. standing. It's reverse mansplaining. It's man standing. Man standing. That's how you standing. I like that. Anyways, that's what he was doing. God, that's, you guys are just letting this game get the best of you. No, I'm no, not even it, watching it, the game. I'm looking at your beautiful face. I'm just face. trying to take some pauses so our ideas do sink in. <laughs> um, they talked about how, uh, and I'm sure we've talked about it a other times before, our perception of a living being's intelligence moves it up on the scale. Of how willing we are to kill and eat it. And is that like um is that like a, a DNA genetic thing that we do you know what I mean? Well, I mean that would make sense though. The more the closer a thing is to us, the harder it is for us to kill it. It has more value in our conscience. I don't yes. know. I, it, yeah, there's like a weird guilt of killing something intelligent. I don't know. You're and right. I, and I, do we learn that? Like, do you have a problem eating lamb? But zero, I do. zero problem, I, no, even though delicious. you know that it's a tiny little baby it's lamb. Delicious, man. Well, that's not all lamb is baby lamb. It's only uh, no all lamb is baby lamb. Oh, is it? My definition. If is it's lamb. not, it's sheep. oh yeah, that's mutton. right. Yeah, it's mutton. yeah mutton, mutton, yeah. which I've had, and it's terrible. Yeah, when those animals get old, <laughs> yeah. they don't taste they very good. They get all good. stringy, man, carrying all that fur around. <laughs> they're only good when they're tiny little babies. Yeah, I think, now that I think about it, I've only had lamb. That's weird when you think about that. We're sadistic, and it would be different. It would be different if you were like a hunter and you were like, I'm only going out to hunt babies. But you're actually raising babies to slaughter and eat. That's weird. They're I'm no longer weird. eating lamb. They're both weird. I think being a hunter and going out and being like specifically I'm going to hunt babies is also weird. No, I think that's okay. I think that's really? just like a thing. It's like you only want to fuck virgins or whatever. Also know? very weird. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, but we don't eat baby cows, right? Like, Yeah, we do. Veal. Oh, yeah, that's gross. 
But veal is different. Veal is baby cow put in a box and not allowed to move. So because of, oh, so that makes it better. So <laughs> what, I'm curious. do we eat just normal baby cow somehow? Why would you? You don't want all that muscle. It's true. Right? soft yeah. and plush. But what about the baby sheep? I don't get it. Why isn't, why is that soft and plush? That's what, because they haven't walked around with all that. I said fur, it's wool. Sheep's coat so is like wool. So like a wool, a, a, a sheep has a, st- the sheep has an easier life than the cow does? No, it's just. Like it's pull, It's all, putting on. All the years carrying of carrying that weight. Flexing. It's not a lot of years. They're babies. Yeah, that's why you eat that's lamb. What, that's what he's deal. saying. Mutton is gross because it has to carry around all the wool. I, I understand the that. get all strong. But then why isn't a cow, it has to carry around its big fat Because a cow's just always no, incredible. But I think, I think in Japan they have wagyu cows where they put them on a couch and just feed them. Those man. are cows that are fed like uh, beer and other cows, I think. I, 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 Here, cow, enjoying that to the freaks. <laughs> um, it's funny you said the baby in the woods. What would you do if you saw a baby in the woods? I'd fucking freak out and run yeah. away. Everything's scary. No, in the you'd woods. go and try and save that baby. Not if it was like lighting a well, fire. Yeah, okay. You're asking, if you saw a baby okay, like, like fucking yeah. dancing around the woods, that would be a different story. Like, just, is it peering from behind a tree ominously? Because, yeah, then it's different. But if Joe it's just a crying specify, baby. He every, just said everything scary is scary in, in the, the woods. woods. It's true. Even like a glass bottle in the middle of nowhere where you shouldn't see it. Like, you oh, see shit. like a pretty girl in the woods. Scary. Scary. You would think it was a ghost. It's mostly noises in the woods that'll fuck you up. And you guys don't even... Um, know all the stories about Bigfoot. If you knew all the stories about Bigfoot, you'd be extra scared to go in the woods. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other threat you guys don't even have to worry about. Isn't ignorance bliss? Sometimes, for you. A plastic bag? That's not that scary. No, why is I that mean, Simon, like, what is I it? also know for a fact that a camera is a Bigfoot deterrent. So all I have to do is go out there with a camera and right away I'm good to go. Um... It's a deterring to you getting it on film. Well, there you go. It doesn't stop them from hiding behind trees, throwing rocks at you, is that snatching a, you. Is that a common Bigfoot? They're like incredible rock tossers, super that, accurate. They are very. Really? That is a thing, though. Wow. Rock tossing So they're horse thing. raping, rock tossing. <laughs> <laughs> These the are incredible the beasts. horse raping is not a very like... Um, if there were a thousand stories about Bigfoot, I get it. It's not very Hollywood. One, one oh, would okay. be a horse okay. rape story. Okay. Gotcha. If there were ten thousand, one would be a horse rape story. Okay. I just thought that was interesting, so I told. No, you no, about I'm thankful it. for you telling. But me. the rock throwing. If there was a hundred Bigfoot stories, mm-hmm. twenty mm-hmm. of them would have rock throwing. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. It's like tree knocking, rock throwing. Those are all. So twenty percent uh, of Bigfoot stories involve throwing rocks. But only like half a percent involve raping horses. If that. If, okay, if yeah. That. I mean, maybe. I would say even less than yeah, that. Yeah, okay, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Not many, <laughs> not many uh, horse rapes, lots of rock throws. Yeah, yeah. I mean, horse rape, that's a tough one to. Anyways, that's just an interesting um, idea that that's something when I go in the woods, yeah. I worry about Bigfoot. When you go in the woods, it doesn't even cross your mind. Of course, dude. I've been you. I've been going out into the woods with my horse costume but the for more, years. Um, it's because the more acclimated we get to something, the easier it is to handle, or the more unaware of something, the easier it is to handle. Yeah, because of intelligence, you would never eat. It's so, like- if the government was trying to like, um 
get you ready for something, mm-hmm. they would do it in one of two ways. They would either oversaturate you with it or undersaturate you with it. So this is interesting to know. You wouldn't eat Bigfoot. I wouldn't eat Bigfoot. No. Um, oh my god! Would, what if it was like that Wagyu would be beef? Like we eating a monkey, uh, Kamar. I imagine Bigfoot would. Well, that terrible. would be a big problem, Matt. Just saying, like, if you want to just play this out, if Bigfoot was proven to be real and tasted like Wagyu beef, it, well, it would be an endangered animal right away. Well, luckily, it lives underground. Everywhere where it lives would become endangered territory uh, land. Yes. Protected land. Protected land, exactly. How much of that land would have... How much? (laughs) How much of that land would have oil pipelines on it or uh, support lumber industries or hydro industries or God knows how that would disrupt the... uh, Well, lumber wouldn't matter because we've been cutting down forests. It would be a great reason to keep it hidden. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Go ahead, Kamar. Hey, Kamar. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. Thanks, buddy. Um, there's, uh, I think it's Wyoming. I didn't write it down. Where uh, if a bear runs up on you, yeah, you have to you just have to leave the bear. So I was, I was listening. No, you have to leave the carcass for the bear. Well, you can't shoot them. You can't fight the. Yeah, you just. That's gotta, what I mean. I think you can shoot the bear if it's running at you. I, I, in self defense. Well, you've seen Yellowstone. There's is... Montana. There's, there's, there's only one state. Okay, but I'm. If your life was in danger, I'm sure you could shoot that animal. Yeah. Just like you can't shoot the bears in Montana, but Rip got away with it because they proved that it was in self-defense. Even though the crooked cop was trying to frame him. Kamar, what's weird is that you'd think that that wouldn't count as your tag. Well, that's what Joe, Joe wasn't sure about. I said, I hope you can still get another deer now. Yeah, because that would seem fair, right? Like, as long as you have proof. Like, look, I videotaped this bear. I imagine like bear if bears could talk, you're out there hunting, you shoot the deer and just hear someone say, Nice shot. Then the bear comes from behind the tree and just says, Get out of here. Yeah, mine. Take it, sucker. He bullies you off. I thought that was funny. That was a long way to go for that one. Speaking of <laughs> And he says my stories are stupid. Oh, some of yours are terribly stupid. Joe okay, You know what? <laughs> You know what? I'm getting real sick of this. Are you? Because I was trying to tell you about a movie that had a huge impact on it. And I wanted to hear about it in the post show. Why in the post show? Because something that happened to me. That's not how your week was. I didn't watch it three weeks ago. I watched it on Wednesday. The question is not what did you watch this week, Simon? It's how was your week? You know what? Don't ask me how my week is anymore. Simon, I walked in here. Don't ask me how my week is anymore. You know what the worst is? I decide how my week is. Let me point this out. I decide what to say during my week. I walked into the studio. I'm sitting here. Simon walks in. I go, hey, Simon, how are you? And he goes, "Mm -hmm." even not at all what happened. That's not at all what happened. It's funny, though, how you formulate these things in your head. It's like when uh, somebody says sure to you in a text. It's like, that guy's fucking being rude to me. Sure is up Might as well have hand. called me a goof. <laughs> Goofs a go. Goofs a go. Let's go. Your description of the movie, what was it called again? Positive, uh, false negative. Something False like positive. That. False, false positive. positive. It's a fucking... I was listening. Your description mm. was discombobulated and sounded like you were trying to tell a dream. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's... Really? really? Yeah. And had we seen it... Then it would be a whole different ballgame, but yeah. Well, I was—I thought for sure, in my head, as I was getting ready to tell this week, 
I knew he wouldn't have watched it. I was hoping that you had watched it because you say, I've watched the whole internet. There's nothing I haven't watched. I have nothing to do. Little did I know that this week you had a rally to attend. So your time is preoccupied. Listen, let me just say this. Let me say this. This is very important, Simon. I'm going to pull back the curtain for a second. It's simply this. In the first five minutes of the show, I don't believe that if someone new tuned in, that they should hear you drone on. If you you hadn't even prepared. Like, there was a point where you went, no, no, wait, hold on. Let me back up. Well, because I forgot to tell you about twins, and then... Yeah, you I forgot. Dream. I dream. You know what? I love you, Simon, and I love these stories, edit, and I want... Edit it out. That's not going to happen. Edit it out. It's not I happen. don't want that in there anymore. doesn't matter. Not going to happen. I don't want to be included in the How's Your Week, okay? That's, it's fine. I'm still coming. I'm still showing up. Everything's the same, but you don't ask me how my week is. I'm going to ask you how your week don't was. Don't ask. That's what I'm going to say. You see his don't legs? ask. You see his legs inching apart there? Like it's, it's five Hey, come ah! on. Don't ask. I'm asking every week, Simon, and you well, better fucking tell me how your week get was. the same thing out of me. That? <laughs> yeah. That I'm going to get out of you? Yeah. Yeah. How did you know? <laughs> yeah, perfect. Great. Dude, did you use a clip of me there? What happened? <laughs> Go the ahead, best Kamar. impression you've ever done. Do you guys ahead. think Joe has used his quota of describing stuff as dope for 2022? Yeah, he cannot say that word um, anymore. He might have used them all up already. <laughs> He's um, out of dopes. Do, um, I'm going to just start using rad all the time. Or gnarly rad. or tubular. Like, what are we doing here? Actually, Bodacious. Rad, rad's pretty cool. Bodacious. Rad's pretty dope. Rad is You cool. know what I mean? It's rad. <laughs> I think you're up to like five now. This is good. They're on purpose, though. It I doesn't know. count. No, it still counts. Joe used... Still Way counts. too Listen many to words to tell Valentine that he couldn't hear the crowd with his headphones on. It took yeah, him like it three insane. minutes to explain. Yeah. And it was like, uh, telegraph the punchline. I know what you're trying to say. Like, move on. Sometimes stories take a little bit of time. No, I feel like he was stretching it out. Listen, I get it. Do you think, um, Simon, you don't Matt, remember when um, Jordan Peterson wept describing music? No, but I do remember when Joe wept talking do, about. But you remember when Jordan Peterson? Do you feel like that was like a psychological contagion? Did Joe realizing, oh yeah, it is. It's, a, it's all right to cry if you care about something, or does he always cry over Anthony? He always cries over Anthony. Cries it's, over that, him that often. Something really yeah. affects. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone else though. It, it, it has that effect on him. No, because he talks about. Um, What's his name all the time? No tears. Bing, bang, boom. Ding dong. Why are you saying ding dong? I'm, I'm guessing the name of the person. The kid, the kid, no, no. But you bring up a good hold, point, though. Hold on a second. You're guessing the name of the person, and the fir your first two guesses were? Bing bong and ding dong. <laughs> Was that Was it bing bong or ding dong? It's his friend from the comedy Brody. store there, Brody. Yeah, he doesn't cry for Brody. That's interesting. They seem like no they're much closer. No tears for Brody. No, but Brody, whatever. We can't judge how someone. I, I, Brody could. I don't want to judge. That's what it is. No, no. no Brody no. couldn't cook. Yeah, it's true. That's the. Way I want to know what heart. Jordan Peterson cried about. I get that Joe cried about his friend. What did Jordan Peterson cried about? Music describing the beauty nihilistic of punks. Of music. Nihilistic punks moshing. Yeah, you see, that's a problem for me. Is it? That seems disingenuous. Well, we haven't heard his music yet, so maybe it inspired his music, right? Is there a clip of him crying? I can pull uh, it up for the yeah. post show, maybe. Yeah, I think I'd like to see definitely, that. definitely that could be arranged, but not right now. Just breaking, breaking down over music. Breaking down. The underlying message of this uh, podcast was to do stuff. Right. Yeah, you should probably go to go do some stuff. It, it had an inspirational uh, sort of 
message through it. They like she did this, like do this, do something. And Joe wishes he had ten other lives so he could. It, if he golfed, like the way when he describes archery, like golfing's better than archery, way better. Except if you golf and kill a deer, I was just going to say that's the only problem. You can't feed dude, yourself golf. That is a skill. Golf hunting. Yeah, I think we might have just invented something new, Kamar. But all the things he imagine likes. killing a fucking elk with like a four iron. Like just the iron or the ball? No, no. Like you set up a tee. A special so ball with a dart. The best would be you, you have, have to, to do everything up. the you same gotta way. You got to sneak up super it, close. It, it is still hunting. Yeah. No, you only have to get what? Like, come on. To kill a, to kill a deer. A what deer? do you think? Like, you got to crush 100 that yards? 60 pounds. Hold on. You think from 100 Pressure. yards away that's going to kill a deer, an elk? No, it'd have to be a special type of ball. It'd be a special type of ball. on it or something. It would be like a bullet ball. No, you hit it and then it goes, in the air it goes, like, Expands into a. I think it. I think it would have to be like a bullet ball. Okay. You just you know you hit that ball and it comes off like a bullet. Yeah, it's new technology. And you hit it so hard that you know it's like you hear the um, whack of the club and then. Yeah, oh, amazing! Come on, I love it. And think about what a funny. By the time you hear the club, you're already dead. Think about what a funny visual that is. So you're hiking, like you're hunting. Okay. But you got your golf bag on your back filled with all your weapons instead of your rifle. You get up to, you know, downwind of the deer the same way you would if you were hunting with a bow or a gun. You get in place. You breathe. Maybe a practice swing or two. No, you can't practice because they might hear that. And then you just tee off on the. I love it, man. But after like. I love it. It's just golfing in the middle of nowhere. I just so do you the, take a second shot after you kill the deer? Like, is there there are no mulligans? No, I meant not a mulligan. Like, is there a hole or I is think, that it? That's the no, hole no, in you're, one. No, you're hunting for deer. Got you. Okay, so golf. Got it, you. There okay. is no golf involved. Golf is only the means by which you kill the animal. Correct. The sport is out the window. The sport is hunting. Yes, but I think golf it, is the bow. Golf. Yes, that's what I was saying. I think it may only be possible hunting in like the Serengeti. What are you going to hunt in the Serengeti with a golf ball? Lions, zebras, You're going to hunt a tigers, lion with whatever. a golf ball? But you know what I mean? There's too many trees. A rhino? You think you're going to kill a, a rhino? zebra? You got to hit it in the head? With a special ball. With a special ball? The bullet ball. The bullet ball. Oh, this thing you guys haven't invented yet that doesn't exist. Okay. Well, the, the idea ball. of shooting animals golfing and hunting. golf clubs, I don't Guffing. think is... Uh, what did you call it? Guffing. Gunfing? Sounds kind of gross. You know what a better name for it is? Your family's going to starve. That's a, better, that's, that's, a, that's a much better name for it. kill nothing with that golf ball. Precisely. Right now, right this second, yeah. I think I have as much chance of killing an elk Disagree. with my driver Disagree. as you do with a bow and arrow. Disagree. Yeah, I give it to Matt. Thank you, Kamar. Oh. At least you're being a little bit. Usually you t- he takes your side. You've seen me drive, Kamar. Uh, <laughs> you have a bad shoulder. Okay, not me then. A no. person. No, you drive, you got a lot of lift on your ball. You got to hit like screamers. Yeah, it's got to be a worm burner. I think I could adjust. <laughs> I think I could adjust. I'll use a, an unlofted club. Like I said, a four iron. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, words to live by. She said you could be the sweetest peach, but some people don't like peaches. Yeah, there you go. Well, that was, I mean, you some know, Some people don't even like peaches. I mean, and who doesn't not- like peaches, though? It seems like a weird flex. I don't know. Some people don't like all sorts of fruit. 
Like, I'm not a huge pear guy. Pears are great. Poached pear, though. No, definitely not. No, I hate not any poached cooked pear. Fruit. Yeah, cooked fruit the can the fuck, fuck right here. off. No. You don't like cooked fruit either. No. So you don't Other eat, than tomatoes. You don't eat pot. No, poached pear, you keep firm. Don't be an asshole, all right? Why am I being an asshole? You're one of those tomato fruit guys. They oh, are don't be an asshole, Matt. Okay, don't sorry. Don't be an asshole. asshole. Fine, okay. But you're not a cooked fruit guy? And never. Yeah, me either. I hate never. it. Never. So you won't eat any cooked fruit? Fuck off. You won't eat Will apple you, pie? No, I hate it. I hate apple pie. Will you eat like a Danish, Matt? No. Yeah, me either. Why? Because, I just said no Because cooked it's fruit. cooked fruit mushed up. Yeah. Well, what if it's yeah. just jammy? Like no. There's no, no bits in no nope. jam either. No, no jam. Holy shit, Maddie. Nope. Oh my God. If I had known about this, we would have been way better friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there any line you will cross when it comes to the fruit? cooked fruit? No. Like even on a pizza, name a fruit that goes on a pizza. What about pineapple? Nope. Yeah, what about no, apple disgusting. pie at McDonald's? No, no yeah, apple disgusting. pie at McDonald's. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm, I'm so there is no line. There's no pie. There is no. Uh, there is no pastry. What about like strawberry ice cream? How is that a cooked fruit? Yeah, it, it's yeah, fruit. For sure in, it's cooked. Yeah, you'll eat that strawberry. Well, strawberry gelato is oh, incredible. Oh, maybe oh, yeah. it's not. Gross, gross. Yeah. No, okay. I'm well, not. sorry. And I'm a fruit guy. I like fruit, but I don't want fruit in anything that's not fruit. Listen, if you're in Ottawa in the summer. Go to Stella Luna Gelato and get a fucking strawberry gelato there. It'll He's change so your fucking life. so big on the Stella Luna Gelato. What it's about? Crazy. They've won so many awards, Simon. Lemon meringue. Am I a normal J-W? Lemon meringue pie. No, no lemon no, meringue gross. pie. Get out of here. Wow, yeah. you guys are haters. Well, Simon's the real hater. He won't even do... Somehow, strawberry gelato is cooked fruit. I don't even understand what we're doing anymore. It's like infused fruit. I don't like any of it. It's not infused. What about like a Pop-Tart? Will you eat a Pop-Tart? No. Yeah, me either. You've never had a Pop-Tart. I've had them. Yeah. You've had a Pop-Tart. I mean, maybe once in my life. Well, maybe once Just in my life I've had a Pop-Tart. Just long enough to know that yeah, I hated it. Yeah, that I hated it. it. Yeah, well, it's jam in a pastry. Do you eat mushrooms? No, we've done this before. Oh, we have. Other than magic mushrooms. Yeah. But even then, I like them but in gummy like form. But you like pickles. Love so pickles. So then it all falls apart It's a cooked me. vegetable. See, now I know why oh, we not. weren't. I guess it is. Hey, now I know why we weren't great friends. Oh, I know why we're not great friends. <laughs> Believe me. I can't be friends with someone who has their feet on the table. Okay, I'm gonna this shit guy's a savage. No. So I face you. All right, Skamar, is that it? You have no Don't more go, notes? No, no, Okay. You're just letting it simmer. Valentina. We've been talking for with her about 20 her minutes. 20 about minutes. 10 minutes. 20 minutes. About 15 minutes. We're trying to stretch it out here. Kamar's doing his best. Well, don't worry, because we're, we're also yeah, we're going to talk about, about Neil, Neil Young. Young. Take it down a fucking peg. And Joni Mitchell in the post show, which is new. No, Kamar, he wants to talk show. about he wants to talk about Neil Young in the regular episode. I asked a week ago to do it on the page, the post show. What are you talking about? When he messaged it, I said post show. Like, like I stamped it, no erases. They're yeah, it doesn't matter. Saving it. You didn't yeah, but disagree. We can, we can I know, but it's but, weird. So you're saying that because do, you said post show, we can't talk about it in the and regular it's episode? Weird, it's I agree. We have to that. bring it up in the It should have been the very first thing we talked about. You know what? Yeah, okay, you ruined it with fetuses. I shouldn't have talked. It's my fault. It is. I shouldn't have talked about the, my movie Couldn't this agree week. more. I should have brought it up during yeah. my week. Who could Matt stop you? Matt still would have been angry at me. Who could that, stop you? That's not your week, Simon. Is that what you did this week, Simon? Did you do Joe Rogan and uh, Spotify? I like and that Neil I have such Young? a booming... Nice. Thank you for that voice. That no was, one. I know. You're a Jew two seconds ago. Yeah, I went from like New York Jew to some I weird Buffalo you Bill as type. As an Italian. Yeah. No one could have hey. stopped you. I watched um, Goodfellas this week. Yeah. And I also watched... Uh, you know what I gave a second chance? Go on. 
before I watched Goodfellas, mm-hmm. was the um, Irishman. Irishman. Entirely too long. Other than the kick, pretty good, though. Not as terrible as I remember yeah. it the first time. Yeah. Too long, though. Like, I'm yeah. telling you, it is I an agree. hour too long. Yeah, and the kick. The kick is and a problem. And the kick is ridiculous. <laughs> the kick is a big problem. But I want to tell you something, okay? Yeah, I'm listening. I rewatched Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. There is a scene yeah. in it, as you remember, when they're beating up the shine box guy. Yeah. Where Joey Bats. Joey Bats, thank you. That Joey Bats guy. Where Robert De Niro is kicking. That's one of the best. That's one of my favorite things it in the world. It ends up being a terrific scene. Yeah. And he looks really cool doing the kicking. Yeah. But it is one inch away from looking really goofy. He's a goofy kicker. You're also forgetting, though. He is Hold a on. goofy You're kicker. You're forgetting there's a second De Niro kick in that movie that you've obviously forgotten about. What kick is that? When Joe Pesci goes to get made and they end up killing him because of Joey Bats. Yeah. Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta and Robert De Niro are sitting at a cafe waiting for the call. Yeah. He goes out to the payphone, answers the payphone. They said, yeah, the, the thing is he gone. And then he kicks the payphone. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. that kick is incredible. It's this, it's this like 70s Bruce Lee bell bottomy. You know what? His problem is not kicking inanimate objects. Okay. It's kicking human beings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's not good he at the stunt He has a real kick. problem kicking human beings. Yeah. That Goodfellows kick, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the angle, mm-hmm. he's just a goofy kicker. Goofy kicker. Goofy kicker. Great actor. Goofy Great actor. Kicker. Goofy kicker. What are you going to do? It'll be on his tombstone. That's What are you going to do? Great actor. Goofy, goofy kicker. kicker. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've rewatched them. And Casino, I've been doing the whole. Uh, I mean, Goodfellas tops them all. Goodfellas tops them all. I think I. Don't do this. Whatever you're going to do here. I think Casino is the better movie to watch. No, that's incorrect. And I'll only say that because Ray Liotta is a jerk off. I don't like him. Okay, well, fair enough. I don't like his face. I don't like him. You only don't like him because of the any rats everyone out. Up at that point, he's all right. I do love James Woods, though, in that movie. James Woods in Casino is incredible. I'm inside you. Can I'm you James f- Woods I, in that movie. That, can you that, feel that, me? That's how I feel like. Can you feel me? He's so, I'm inside you. He's, he's so, so greasy. Creepy, it's man. perfect. Yeah. Best man. It's it. That really is a great movie though. When um, De Niro shows up at the diner. Yeah. And sits next to yeah. his wife there and then gets her to watch them kick the shit out of him. Like yeah. that. It, it is. I think it's the better movie. I was talking about it with somebody the other Casino. day and they said no. it to me. They said, you know, everybody disagrees with me all the time, but I think Casino is actually the better movie. I was like, no, I disagree with you. And then I went back and I watched both of them. I think Casino, Casino the might have movie. the edge because of the cornfield execution. Oh, it's so brutal. The scene where Joe there, Pesci is the scene where Joe Pesci explains to the guy how he's like, right about when you're coming out of that coma, I'm going to be getting out of prison. And guess what? I'm going to come and I'm going to crack your fucking skull open again. And I, want, I want my money back. Yeah, well, Casino start to finish is like a work of art. I guess kind of Goodfellas is too. Listen, first of all, Goodfellas definitely is the iconic yeah, Copacabana the, the scene. scene. There are some definitely some moments. It's grimier and Casino's just bigger. When Ray Liotta beats the shit out of the neighbor guy with the when he gun butts him in the face and the other guy's like, please don't. That's fucking the And and Karen. Sharon Stone. Yeah. I know I talk shit about her. Yeah. She was great in that. Man. She was incredible. Great. In she was that. incredible in that. And I said she was terrible. She was great. She, she was would incredible. be a fucking amazing in the post, Joe. 
And we're almost there. Go ahead, Kamar. Keep going. Oh, we no, we got to get to Neil Young. Anyhow. But go ahead. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll do Neil Young. Fine. But um, next week when it comes up, we'll just ignore it because we already talked about it or we'll, we'll talk to Joe's reaction to it. Yeah. This happened after yeah. all this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I thought maybe. Anyways. What's I the just, biggest, you know, with a poster, only 100 people get it. Uh, we want everyone who listens to get what's our the, opinion on this what, Neil Young What's thing. the biggest fish you ever speared? 400 pounds. Tells a neat story. And then he goes, so like, what's the second biggest? <laughs> 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 he literally said that. And it's like, this conversation is not, is not happening. Oh, dude, it even got to the point where Joe was like, so you're not even really fishing, right? You're more like water hunting. <laughs> what are we doing? I know. I was like, come on. what? This is crazy. Um, do you like jet skis, sea dews? Jet skis are, if, if I'm exist, rich, right? If I'm rich, that's the first first opulent purchase. But do you remember there's something that folds down? That's yeah, those are the different. 90s, the 80s jet skis. That doesn't no, no, exist. no, no, no. They're two different things. Oh. Jet skis were the sit-down ones, yeah. and sea-doos were the fold-up or vice versa. They okay. were two different. Either way, sea-doos. The fold-down ones shit. were very hard to drive. No, but they, they don't exist anymore. They don't right? exist It was anymore. a bad design It's kind of like, dangerous. They must have been dangerous. I thought those or, are the ones where you could, though, is um, submerge, make, yeah, like make them uh, go down, and yeah, and then fucking shoot up. Out. You yeah. probably could, but it's kind of like the three wheelers. Like there are only quads now, quad bikes. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. the three wheelers. Those are so three wheelers are yeah. just tippy, or they weren't. A good so the Sea Doo is like a um, uh, snowmobile, motorcycle on, water. on yeah. water. I think it would be fun on the lake. I've told the story before, but when I went to Cuba, we took it on the ocean, and the waves are too big for how fast you can go. You know what I mean? I disagree because we. I, I will tell everyone this: if you're in the Florida Keys, they have a tour you can take around the islands. I su I oh, highly suggest it. Well, Kamar, this is the advantage: you're not so much out in the ocean as you're in like the Gulf. So I, I agree with you. The ocean probably would be too choppy. Choppy. That's what I was thinking. Where we were was kind of like in between islands. So it's not as choppy, but you still get some nice like, dude, you, I had so much like, fun. Jet skis changed surfing forever. Yeah. To get it yeah, because you, so could, they yeah, could, ride you those could tow in and out. Yeah. They could never do that with the boats. They just weren't maneuverable enough. Yeah, that's true. Have you ever jet skied though on a still lake? I imagine that is I, really... I have. Is, and it's not it's fun. fun. Yeah, It is fun. Of course it, it's it is fun. It is fun, I think. I it's think like that's... riding a dirt bike even on like flat paths is fun. I just think the only thing... The, smooth ride. <laughs> the only thing about jet skis that's incredibly dangerous is that a lot of people don't realize you you can only turn with power. Yes, if you, if you slow down to turn, it just dies on you. Yeah, you're just going to keep going forward. Yeah. Oh, so you have yeah. to you have to give it some gas if you want to turn at right, all. Right, so you don't right. want to be flat out because then your maneuverability is nil. Yes. I did not know that, and I did not enjoy it. I was the passenger. I rode bitch, and maybe that's another thing because we all had limited time to do it. But. Well, I, I, yeah. I mean, I drove, and Mary was on the back, but I mean, we both had a fucking blast. I'd rather do it on still water and then maybe um, graduate to a choppy waves once I. Had the feeling of it. I've never been on the ocean, so I can't. Kamar, we did it with like three other couples, all tourists, just random. We didn't know them. You guys swapped? Yeah, this is when Matt <laughs> went to one like of to those me. sex yeah. islands no, there. No, this is not. Keys I wish. in a bowl. No, no, no. Florida Keys, yeah, in Dude, air quotes. Dude, the tour guide gunned it right off the jump. And like, I'm like, okay, cool. This is how this, I like, I'm, ex I'm ecstatic. I gun it. Um, at one point, the tour guide stops and he looks back and he's like, can you guys just wait here? And I look back. All the tourists are like, a half we're like a three kilometers behind us 
Because you're such a daredevil? No, one of them was crying. One of them was bawling her fucking eyes out. I was like, Jesus, no. He's a weakling. Yeah, I am. I'm a weakling, exactly. Um, He felt the need for speed, though. Can I say this? I've 38 years I've spent alive in this country. Never kissed a girl. No. Uh, Also never referred to anything in meters. You use miles and feet. No, I'll use kilometers, but I use feet. Instead of meters. You don't say like you're one and yeah, three no quarter use, no meters. One uses meters. Yeah, I'm not like I'm 1.65 meters tall. That's fucking ridiculous. There's a meter stick in school, but I think that was more to hit I'm kids with. I'm at least with. two meters tall. It definitely felt more like it was to hit kids with. Listen, I understand that we work on that system, but because of the Americans, like I know feet. I don't know Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit fucks me up. That's one thing I'll say. I, I do know that, like she said, once it gets cold enough, it's all the same. Yeah, once you feel yeah, it. Yeah, Fahrenheit you know. doesn't make any sense, though. Like, zero, that's where we start. But that's how the metric system works, Simon. There goes up, our American you know? listeners. Just go up. Yeah. Well, One, two, Ameri- three, four, five, Listen, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I understand why they don't change, because if you've grown up on it, it's very difficult to just change all of a sudden. But yeah, like a mile is like an... Obs- it's kind of like nuclear energy. That's a callback. It's weird how if you've driven somewhere, you can feel in your head, that's about five miles or five kilometers. I mean, I, I think I would always say kilometers, but you're you're usually pretty close, you know what I mean? I have a pretty good barometer. So like you do the yeah. feel, because you know it's 15 kilometers from this sign to the turnoff. Well, it's also just if, you, if you're on like the highway and you're going 100 kilometers an hour and you've driven for X amount of time, oh, God, I needed that. Yes, sir. Sorry, football. If there's a playoff game, it's all in the background. Simon's fucking, he looks like Steve Zissou and he's so angry. Ridiculous. He's got his feet up like he's the boss of this shit. I need shit. a mirror there. Is that what you need? Well, well, you don't so care about this. Oh, okay. Well, I, I care about this game. Oh, yeah, that's right. You need KC to win the Super Bowl. Simon will win $200,000. The most interesting, if, if, if they win this game? No, no if they no. win the Super Bowl, I no. win two hundred thousand dollars. I wish that is absolutely correct. <laughs> so everything was whatever, wishy washy. I mean, they talked about fighting and drilling. That's what you got to do first. You got to drill before you spar. Everyone just wants to go to sparring. I definitely wouldn't have listened to this episode. Not a chance, except for the one point where Joe said out loud that he will go behind a paywall. Not he's he's intending to, but it's on the table. It is an option. It's not nothing I would never do. And I feel like that time is closer than it is because I don't think he he I don't read comments, whatever. But I don't think he wants well, to fine. smoke much longer. When did you, when did he say this and why? What was the context? He was talking about uh, her documentary was going up, and then he was talking about this other guy does documentaries, but it's on Vimeo. You got to pay for that. It's like you know, I could see myself eventually putting this on a paywall. And uh, you know, I'd, I, I, I'd, um, I feel like give the paywall to charity so people don't shit on me. I feel like this is going to move right into Neil Young. So do we want to just rate her and then? Do you have more? Because <coughs> I, I honestly think that's the perfect segue into Neil Young, the paywall thing. But it was COVID talk where we could find out she's an anti vaxxer and then once again, she's she was on the show to promote her training course for stress anxiety. Breathing exercises. She acknowledged Wim Hof, but said it was sort of different. So if you have trouble sleeping, anxiety, look her up. She may be able to help you. Rate it. One and a half. One and a half. Yeah, one and a half. Okay. Segue into... All right, so that's the perfect segue. Normally, we would end the show here. We would plug some stuff, but we should talk about this Neil Young thing, given that him and Joni Mitchell are both Canadian also. Um, 
And it was an all-Canadian week, we failed to mention Yes, that. it was an all-Canadian. Well, I mean, Juliana Pena was not. But yeah, other than that, it was an all-Canadian week. Those don't yeah. count. Okay, so. that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, Neil Young. Well, first of all, Kamar, I was telling Simon before you walked in, I have an interesting quote here from Neil Young. Just, About AIDS? Yes. Yeah. Oh, do you have it up? Do you have it somewhere accessible? No, I know what he said, though. I said at the dinner table last night. Was not, was not appreciated. <laughs> so here, I'll read it to you. No, I, uh, I spelt it. I spelt it. Uh, in an interview with Melody Maker in 1985, <laughs> Neil Young backed Reagan's gun control policies and said of AIDS, you go to a supermarket and you see a faggot behind the fucking cash register. You don't want him to handle your potatoes. So this is how... That's rough. And now this guy, that was in 1985. So now here we are 35 years later. You know who doesn't have any quotes like that? Go on. Joe Rogan. Yeah. No quotes. Oh, I mean, he maybe he does. I don't well, know. No, th- well, time will tell. <laughs> I don't want my music on the same platform that spreads misinformation and lies. Yeah. You know what's the thing, though? And I hate to, like, say Sam Tripoli said this and believe it, but... He he says all the time, like, these guys, they're these rock stars. They're rock stars. They're like, that's what they made their whole fucking business on was going against the grain and being different and... Keep on rocking in the free world. You can't then fucking... Well, you said the funniest thing you've ever said in your life. Is what? Neil's mad that Joe turned tail oh, well, at the that's performing for, arts center? That is that for sure hilarious. what happened. Anybody who listens to this show it's knows nothing that that's with COVID, It is nothing vaccine. He's pissed because he knows that Joe turned on him. Joe yeah. says it all the time. Joe kind of made his bed here. If you, you know think about it, you know what's really interesting is we don't even know it. Maybe there's another side of the story where Neil Young's like that night. Five people got into my dressing room. One of them pulled a knife on me. It ended up being you know what I mean. Like imagine there was this big story on the other side of it. Or maybe he's just pissed because Joe keeps saying that at a Neil Young concert they were burning things on the lawn makes them look bad I just think listen I will say this Spotify has a problem on its hands here the big problem is that artists don't by and large get paid right like it's it's a weird think about it like this imagine you're Taylor Swift and you're like so you're telling me that I've had 500 million downloads this year already and I've gotten $56 from Spotify. No, it can't be that. Is it? I don't know. It's low. But then you can go, okay, but Joe Rogan, who double dips by having advertising on his show as well, you gave him $100 million? Yeah, I'm probably just going to take my stuff off of your service regardless. I don't know. If Taylor Swift agreed to like only put her stuff on Spotify and not put it on Apple Music, I'm sure they'd pay her big bucks too. But they're they ha- just but looking for exclusivity. I get it, but my point is they haven't done that with any artists. There aren't there aren't musical artists that are exclusive to Spotify. So is that because they don't want to be or because they haven't been offered? They're probably contractually stuck in some sort of record deal, but that's not the point. The point really is like <coughs> I mean, again, Neil Young also just sold all the rights to his music. To a, to a really think, shitty company. I don't think that's why Neil Young is angry, though, at Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? No, I think it's all... First <laughs> of all... It. He doesn't I did know. it. That was a real one. Oh, don't cough into the don't mic. That's the, the mic, most complaints asshole. we get. A real... He, he I know doesn't what know mean. what the fuck he's talking about. He's 76 years old. He did drugs and weed all his life. <laughs> and one of the suggestions I heard is that Daryl Hannah is like, oh, this bad Joe. Like... Daryl you know Hannah. I mean? Who's Daryl Hannah? Neil, Neil Young. Neil yeah. Young dates Daryl Hannah? 
Can I point out lady? Can I point out something? The lady from Splash? Yeah. yeah. Can I point out one. something glaringly um, weird. ridiculous about Neil Young? Neil Young is a diabetic. Neil Young requires insulin to stay alive. And I'm glad that he takes it to stay alive. That's good. Miracle of modern medicine. Neil Young is staunchly against GMOs. Insulin is, of course, a GMO. So the guy's a fucking idiot. Let's all he just wrote say some that. really good songs that I love and will always love. Oh, listen, old man's incredible. But you know, Joe's favorite band. Who who'd you say Joe's favorite band is? Skittered. That's what I would say. And you know who doesn't like Neil Young? Leonard Skinner, baby. I yeah, heard, you know who's not pulling his music off Spotify? Yeah. Leonard Skinner. I heard that uh, Joe played him. Like he played at a show this weekend, and then he played Neil Young at the end of the show. That's hilarious. I heard that. That's also just a fun poke, though. Yeah, if, even if it doesn't happen, it's a cool story that I just told well, I'm right sure now. I'm sure Neil Young will try and sue him for you know what? some sort of infringement. At the end of the day, Spotify looks at it like this. They're like, Neil Young probably had like 10 million downloads last month or streams. Joe Rogan has 100x that. And it's still... There hasn't been a week since Joe went on Spotify where he hasn't been in the news. Front page, somewhat, right? Some article, some sort of... Like the amount of free publicity that Spotify has gotten through controversy from Joe Rogan joining is worth the money right away. But here's what's crazy, Kamara. I was telling Simon, I saw a video the other day that apparently, and again, who knows what you see on the internet, apparently China owns the largest piece of Spotify. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, you did see that. Okay, there we go. Well, no, apparently China owns everything. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, there's that it's like, too. Once yeah. You go, once you go back, but um, he sold his music. To at the end of the day, a hedge fund or whatever that somewhat one of it is one of those companies that's just buying up houses and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But he retained in whatever he got fifty million dollars for his catalog. He retained like no, not uh, while I'm alive, I can say not that. So that's what he does, Spotify. But all these guys are selling their music, and he's just he he's out to lunch. It's, it's just bad. ridiculous. Just you know what? Just everybody should go about their business. Yeah, if Joe wants to do his thing, let him do his thing. If Neil wants to, but like enough. And I thought this was really witty because I saw a guy say, you know, Joe Rogan has to be stopped for this misinformation. You know, because of something he said. Something from something he said. This is what their words. He could he could cause someone to die. His misinformation could kill someone, and I was like, well. The only the person to kill is a fucking does, fan. Like someone listens to the podcast yeah. and you get rid of fans one at a time, you eventually get rid of Joe Rogan. Like nothing adds up that stopping Joe Rogan will make the world a better place or he's the root of the evil in the world. And I keep saying Streisand effect. The more you talk about him, the bigger, you, like it's, it's just unfortunate. It doesn't matter if he's right or wrong. Like they do not know how to cancel someone who can't be canceled. I don't even think they know how to cancel someone anymore. Well, did you see uh, what our buddy wrote? He wrote, uh, Neil Young's the first artist to cancel himself. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Because a majority of Spotify is like, Neil who? Did you see on Flagrant? They're like, they're like the bigger, like Neil Diamond. Like they're going through all their. All the bigger Neils. The bigger Neils. And then when Jody Mitchell, Joni Mitchell pipes up. Have you seen Joni Mitchell? No. She doesn't know what's going on. She's like well, 90 this, years old. This is what I mean. Like who, look. I'm not saying she's not a great artist, but I don't think anybody gives a shit. Yeah, either way. If you're not I, dancing on TikTok, no one cares. And what my big qualm is, they they say 
I don't want to be associated with something that puts out misinformation and lies. And it's just like the thing with Chappelle. They say he's he's being anti he's being transphobic, but they don't say when he said this. No, it's just a blanket statement. And for Joe, they don't say when Joe said this, this was mistruth. Well, they have. They've been quoting when he had on uh, that doctor. That's been the big one. Mm-hmm. The what's his name there? Malone. Yeah, who but, is a staunch anti-vaxer, but not a peep about Epstein and Google. Well, obviously, Matt had some dirt on this Epstein guy. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get, I just... Which really bothers me because... Pedophile. I, I mean, feel, the pro- I feel like Kamar going to the rally. Okay, wrap I, it up. I gave him... Yeah, okay, uh, here. We'll, we'll talk about it in the post, show. Um, anyways, yeah, it's a little ridiculous, and I, I don't like... Uh, it's just... Just fuck off already. I Neil really Young. don't like what I'm going to hear. I don't think... I don't, don't like this reaction at all. You don't like the fuck off Neil Young? No, no, uh, it's like, you know what I wonder? We have some friends who are the biggest Neil Young fans. But also very big Joe Rogan fans right now. Well, no, they're they're very much anti-vax fans. Well, this so is what I mean. I and Joe is I the knew, spokesmodel like I, for... If anyone would be experiencing cognitive dissonance right now, be the boys up there. I, I'm interested to see. I can't wait to ask them. Almost would make a phone call, but... Well, that this is a problem for you, Kamara, because by today's logic, that would make you guys mortal enemies. Who? You and uh, the boys. Why? Because you're Joe Rogan's lackey. I thought you said they liked Joe Rogan. No, because now he went against Neil Young. So I know. I think they dropped Neil Young. <laughs> what? I believe they would drop Neil oh, Young. Oh, yeah. yeah they, for they, sure. We're some conspiracy country, bro. Yeah. All right. Well, that was an episode. If you made it this far. stop. Incredible. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we want to thank, I guess, on it. Yeah, I'm probably going to throw some on it. I'll throw at least a link in the description. We probably have some on it stuff at a discount uh, if you use the link in the description. So thank you to them. Always thank you to BetterHelp. Why not? Check them out. BetterHelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Uh, we have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both at J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. <clears throat> you can follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. Uh, there's a Reddit or a subreddit. It's r slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to uh, join in any of the conversations, you can do so on there. Uh, there's a website if you want to buy some merch. Simon, just patiently waiting. We're good to go. I did the logo. It's Perfect. So there, there's going to be some new merch up on our website. It's wearenotjoerogan.com. Uh, if you want to go buy some swag, do it there. And, of course, the YouTube. There will be videos up soon. The PC is sitting right there. It is, like, almost built Video will be up soon. Like and subscribe. There you go. So go to youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. And, uh, or maybe it's just slash J-R-E-E. I can't remember. Either way, go check us out on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. And then, of course, the Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. For that $5, you get the post show. It's the show after the show we shoot the shit. And you'll also get the backlog of old episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show where we went back, listened to old episodes, and did the same old shit we do here. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We love the shit out of you. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful, enjoyable week. Fuck, I hope it gets warmer. It's been terrible. Terrible here. Anyway, stay safe. Have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, don't ask me how my week is anymore. Keep your eyes open. Mm-hmm.